You're listening to KNL Sports Podcast, where you can enjoy sports from around the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country. KNL is committed to bringing you sports live on 95.3 KNL FM, 1490 KNL AM, and online at KNLRadio.com. Hope you enjoy this edition of KNL Sports Podcast. You've got to you've got to take that be able to take it to the next level and grind that out. There were some there's some key decisions under pressure that we failed in this season. Um, and, and it goes all the way back to the Coleman game. And then now we've had that happen here, uh, have that happen here in the in the wall game, which were both our only pressure games, really, of the season. And so it'll be curious to see how they handle some of the, the pressure that I think, like you said, Johnson City is going to come in here like they did in 2018 when we were there. And they kind of gave that 2018 a run for their yeah. money. We played them the second game of the season that year, and uh, we only beat that team twenty-one. It wound up being twenty-one to seven. We scored late, but that was really a fourteen to seven game most of the most of the time. And so I think you've got a uh, you've got a star player in Johnson City that they bring to the table, like the linebacking core was in eighteen. And I think this young man's gonna gonna give us some fits where we have some holes, which is in our secondary. Uh, now we've cleaned that up in the last two or three games. Uh, and I'm sure you're fixing to talk about the turnover margin, but which is the impressive side of this and what keeps us, I think, in the hunt. But for me, to get to the point here, is that uh, we have to stay focused and play our football game the entire time. The second half of that wall game, we got out of our, we got out of our game. Yeah, we, we controlled the first half of play outside of the opening drive for wall. But we've controlled the entire first half of that football game because of our turnover margin, because of our ability to create those, to create, to put the ball on the ground when they had it on offense. But also, I think for, from my standpoint, we got away from all of that in the second half. And we let them essentially on the field look like they outcoached us when ultimately we just kind of got away from who we were. Yeah, you're right. And, and the stats point to that. We finally got some stats uh, later in the week or at least – Past week, uh, it was about week. Uh, last week, no games. But uh, you're right about that. We we went from a you know 33 percent run, 64 percent pass to uh, excuse me, we went from a 28 percent our com- pass completion percentage, which was in the 50s. We were pretty balanced, 73rd. Right. Passing attempts went up dramatically. The, right. the run, you know, attempts went down the same amount. Well, the whole Obviously, fourth quarter against Wall was desperation. So we you know, were, a lot of it was, it was a lot of desperation calls. That's right. What we saw on film, and we were trying to get, you know, we couldn't get the run game going. But that's one thing I saw on paper. That I thought was interesting. It was just that was a big dramatic shift in a week, or you know, a game a game week's time. Right. And uh, this coming into nice contest, yes, you're right. Johnson City, they're they're going to be one of the first teams that really tests us deep. I mean, they they like to throw the deep ball. They like to throw it around. They're going to be throwing it 35 percent of the time. Uh, they've got some a lot of seniors. Um, I believe they've got on this. Uh, they got nine returning starters, 15 seniors, mm-hmm. 33 kids on the roster. That's more than Wall had. That's the most. That's really since Coleman, the, the most senior heavy lady team uh, that we run into. And I just I just remember years ago when when Johnson City was at that caliber. Before they went up to 3A Division Two, mm-hmm. you know what they, how they test us early. So I think it's, it's a great way to start district. I'm glad uh, you know they're back in it, 
and uh, it should be an exciting matchup. Uh, coming up, just uh, less than 20 minutes left uh, before opening kickoff. Again, punchers are four and two after falling to the wall a couple of weeks ago, 14 to six. Uh, they come in here; they're averaging 31 points a game. Uh, that's again, I always compare it to last, the last, you know, previous season's team, uh, which was 39 points a game. Um, and here's another statistic I saw that's been trending down, and that's our the completion percentage. Mm. Wofford was very good at protecting the ball last year. Uh, he was 40, uh, excuse me, 55 percent completion, you know, percentage rating. We're down to 43. Obviously, there's a couple of tight ball games in there. We're chunking, you know, we're trying to make plays. Right. Uh, six touchdowns, four interceptions. Uh, here's another interesting statistic: we're, whether it's running or passing, we're averaging six and a half yards per attempt. Whether it's rushing, you know, yards per carry or, or uh, yards per attempt on in the passing so, game. So you're telling me we get those two first downs at the end in the fourth quarter against Wall if we just run the ball instead of throwing it up in the air, averaging six yards well, carry. You hear that all the time. I'm just, yeah, I'm just joking, but but, yeah, well, but well, there's some truth for an that. offensive coordinator. You know, I mean, Coach Owens, you're sitting there going, "What are we doing first down?" You know, I mean, obviously you want to run the ball, establish the run, get it going. Um, but they're coming in here; they're now at 34 percent passing, 266 running. That's way up. I mean, from where we have been, now, a lot of that's just because of that game against Wall. But it was all a lot of it was in the second half. Right, but it's just an interesting. You know, you look at that and you say, "Well, when you get in those crucial situations, what's that go to?" You know, we haven't. Even Ryan Todd, he's, he's still leading the team. You know, rushes, yards, yards per carry. Uh, but he's, you know, we haven't been able to really. But he barely had 100 like yards against Wall. Well, and they had a good defense. They had a lot better, probably. Yeah, their linebacker was super fast. Um, been consistent, but uh, and you'll hear Coach McLeod talk about it here. You know, in our interview. He said the word consistency and <laughs> execution, obviously. Uh, but that's what they're trying to get to. They want to get comfortable with what you know the game plan is, not get into those third-down situations. That's that's another key to the yeah. offense that we've been way behind on. Well, I think this team does a really good job, in my opinion, at, at the fundamentals of the game. They do a really good job. This team's really come together in terms of leadership but doing the fundamentals. But you've got to have that next-level detail to be able to come, to finish those games, like get the ball out of bounds when we're when we're throwing a pass so it doesn't get intercepted, it, you know those types of things to me are are the next level details that 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 sharpen the point, if you will, uh, to make sure that that you can finish that game and 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 come out of there with a W. Yes, and I'm I'm interested to see what they do tonight. Are they going to just go back to that base wing tee and just try to, you know, punch you in the mouth and, and oh, I think so. keep driving. And that's been our, because you know, Johnson City's history tells you that they're softer than most teams are when it comes to the physicality of the football yeah. game. They, they play softer. And so Except uh, this season, they're only, they're only giving up a couple of scores a game. No, I understand. We, uh, this team uh, for Mason is not built to chase. And so yeah. if we're having yeah. to chase points on the scoreboard, um, we're probably not in it as much as we need to be. Uh, this this team's just not built to chase. We have explosive moments, but our tendency does not does not lean to that. Yeah, I think we'll come out and establish the run game, and then hopefully, if we do have to get back in that you know spread offense, I want to see the, I want to see them running Ivan Moore downfield, giving them that run that run option, not scrambling around looking for you know an open guy. That's that's where we got into trouble in those those tight ball games. Uh, before we go to break, defense been outstanding. We're still giving up just a score a game. I mean, that's what's right. brought us to this, this point. This record, uh, uh, 
you know that 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 will keep you in ball games and advance you in the playoffs. So hope and got twenty tourist turnovers on the season, which right. is really outstanding. I mean, something Coach Clasen. Yeah, the defense the defense puts the ball on the ground or takes it away what eight times last and against Wall. I mean, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. We'll take a two-minute commercial break here from our sponsors uh, as we take a moment of silence here at the Puncher Don't Be back in two minutes. Nice bunch of football here on 95.3 KNL. Dan Gandy Touchdown Real Estate specializes in prime lake properties and ranches in West Texas. We also have game ranches, high fence, some stocked with exotics. Large and small listings, rolling hills, or rough, beautiful river ranches. Several show places, hunting and fishing and livestock. All of our agents have a good working knowledge of recreational and livestock ranches, and we're available at your convenience. So when you're in the market, give us a call at 800-282-1630. Let us locate a ranch for you. Dan Gandy Touchdown Real Estate. Hey, heart of Texas Hill Country, now is the time to get a Ford built for you by you. Pick your colors, your wheels, and other available features specifically designed for your Ford. Want an F-150 with a 12-inch touchscreen? How about 400 horsepower in an Explorer or a moonroof? You've got it. And now, $1,000 bonus cash when you custom order a new Ford. Go to Heart of Texas Ford. Order your new Ford today with $1,000 bonus cash. Go to heartoftexasford.com where every deal comes straight from the heart. Checking savings, CDs, or money market accounts? We can help. Real estate loans? We can do that. Consumer, commercial, or ag loans? We got you covered. Our number one goal is supporting our community and the people that make Mason what it is, the gem of the Hill Country. At The Commercial Bank, we are in the people business. Come see us and find out that relationship banking really does still exist. The Commercial Bank, a better way to bank. Member FDIC. Boris Farm and Ranch Supply, 1807 North Bridge, features red chain feeds, carries all your livestock feed, cattle, sheep, goat, horses, chickens, and deer protein, cattle cubes, corn, as well as hunting blinds by Atascosa and deer feeders, including Spintech varmint-proof feeders, also concrete water troughs, rental equipment, hay in round and square bales. Get more for your money at Moore's Farm and Ranch Supply, the new store on the north side, 1807 North Bridge. This is 95.3 KNEL. All right, we're back here live from the Puncher Dome, getting ready. This uh, matchup between your Mason Punchers and the Johnson City Eagles. Johnson City comes in 6-1 and one on the season. Uh, got a very talented team. Uh, they're averaging uh, almost just as many points per game as Mason uh, and only giving up a couple of scores. We just talked about the defense and the turnovers created this season, 20 on the season, forced turnovers, uh, giving up 13 uh, offensively, so a great uh, you know, turnover ratio there. But uh, 12 minutes left to open a kickoff. It is homecoming uh, here at the Puncher Dome. Fields painted up, diamonds in the end zone, big horseshoe M, purple in the middle of the field. But uh, let's, uh, let's go and hear a little bit from an interview with uh, head coach Michael McLeod this week. You know, our first <clears throat> six non-district games gave us a lot. Uh, a lot of material, a lot of um, experience to help our kids progress. I think, uh, you know, we had uh, <clears throat> some injuries through the non-district, some more severe than others, you know, and um, some were out all the non-district, some were out just a couple weeks. And, uh, you know, I thought our kids did a good job of just obviously the grit that they have. You can see it with the naked eye from the stands. Our kids' grit is just uh, unbelievable. And, and so, you know, through all that, 
non-district, um, it allowed us to address a lot of the weaknesses, um, obviously encourage all the uh, strengths that we have. Um, and so that was the main emphasis in our off week was to address our weaknesses. Um, you know, we allowed the body to rest, the mind to rest um, <clears throat> through, the <clears throat> through the open week, excuse me. And, uh, you know, a couple of little things, you know, offensively, obviously being more consistent, you know, at times we execute really well, um, throw and catch really well, block and run really well, take care of the football really well. And then obviously there's times that we don't. Um, and some of that's forced by just obviously good talent on the other side. Um, but obviously that is no, um, you know, that's <clears throat> something that we have to work on. Um, and then, you know, we were in two close ball games, the first one uh, versus Coleman, and then the last non-district game versus Wall. And we had our chances and we just weren't able to execute and take advantage of them to win. Um, and so there again, that just gives us everything that coaches need and the kids all they need um, to believe in what we're trying to, to fix or change um, on the football field um, to, you know, obviously be able to win those close ones because now uh, it's the difference between, you know, staying in the playoffs or going home. Um, and so everything has got the stakes are a little bit higher um, each week. They get, you know, a little bit higher stakes. And uh, so, you know, a few things that we addressed in our open week was being more consistent offensively um, and just, you know, throwing and catching, running and blocking, all that stuff more consistently. That's the main focus and taking care of the ball. Um, defensively, you know, um, I thought we, you know, came out of the gates really well. Um, they did address little things, force a lot of turnovers, but we also, we miss a lot of tackles. Um, and so we focused on tackling um, um, and really securing tackles um, with technique, strength. You know, we got a couple extra weight room days to try to find a little extra strength just to be able to hang on and and so, you know, you can constantly get better. There's always stuff to address um, and get better no matter how you're playing. Um, and so I thought we had a great week of practice, you know, and, and a kind of a week, um, a Friday off where kids can, you know, that we went and scouted and saw a few of our other non or, or a couple of the other non, uh, the other district opponents. Um, a lot of the kiddos were at some of those games. And so, you know, that just proves us coaches that, you know, they're hooked up, they're dedicated, they're committed, um, and they know what's coming down the pipeline, and that's a great sight. Um, and it, you know, just gives everybody um, just that feeling that, you know, they're ready to go to battle, they're ready to go do this thing. And so that helps drive those kids, it drives our coaches, um, and just helps us all to, to trust each other <clears throat> and commit to one another so that, you know, we can obviously maximize um, this team's talent and see where it takes us. This is 95.3 KNEL. We're back here in pregame. Getting ready for this budget taking on the John City Eagles. Eight minutes remaining till at least the scheduled opening kickoff. And uh, as we were talking about earlier before, uh, and we'll have another part of that interview probably coming up at halftime. Also, I Coach Cloud, you know, kind of what was that? He talked about the, the emphasis after that wall game and, and starting district play. Yep. It's not to have a week off right in the middle of the season, but he just kept talking about execution, execution, consistency, consistency. A lot of it on the offensive side. The, the, I think the defense is doing their job. I mean, they're, they're forcing turnovers. They're making sure. stops. They're holding the opponents to a score or less per game. And uh, we just got to find that you know, that offense. We, had, we hadn't quite even matched in the last couple of seasons. Right. Offensively, we're moving the ball. We're just not getting points. Absolutely. No, I, I totally agree with that. And, you know, the defense gave the offense ample opportunity against Wall. 
to win that football game and uh, just could not get it done. Same against Coleman, really. <laughs> I mean, we got beat yeah. by, against Coleman, but uh, those are two really top. I mean, they're yeah, they got top defenses as well, so it's not absolutely going to run up down the field. And so I think uh, I think with some more people getting healthy, you know, White Rose back in uniform. Uh, I think you probably won't see him tonight, but Solario's uh, back, back up. Like same same deal. Yeah. Well, they said they might trickle him back in there. So uh, he said he looks fast um, and back to kind of his old ways. So we've got the great hog connoisseur Ernie Eckert up here with us, and uh, uh, longtime Mason Puncher. And so uh, he was just talking to us up here. It's, it's good to learn us history. I like it. Uh, he was talking to us about the gopher problem that used to be on the <laughs> southwest corner down here next to the golf course. He said they used to fight gophers probably, I'd say that's probably Wednesday, Thursday evenings, I'd imagine, so that you didn't run through them on Fridays, huh? So both teams take the field around the same time. <laughs> Punchers uh, run through home sweet dome sign. It's homecoming. They're white hats, purple jerseys, gray pants. Johnson City. Comes in, uh, they're, they're maroon and white, but they got the black pants going on. Look a little more fearsome than, than years past. Exciting uh, atmosphere. It should be a good home crowd. Yeah, it's kind of a packed crowd down there. You can kind of, we can kind of tell up here how many, how many fans we've got by the rumble that we get on our feet and how much it sways whenever something good happens. So we'll go ahead and, uh, we'll leave it off for the national anthem, uh, for this, uh, opening coin toss and kickoff. Laneburg Realty is a proud sponsor of Mason Puncher and Cowgirl Athletics, Band, Cheer, Academic, and Youth Organizations. We have over 45 years as an established, highly experienced team to help you sell or buy real estate. Ranches, homes, farms, commercial, weekend, and investment properties. Whether you're in the market or just need an honest opinion, call us at 325-347-5360 or online at lanebergrealty.com. Laneburg Realty. Choice of the Hill Country. Hours of practice, dedication, and working together make all the difference come game night. And Mason Bank is a proud supporter of our area youth. Whether participating in athletics, band, academic competitions, we know they're learning skills that will help them succeed throughout their lives. At Mason Bank, we believe it's those same skills that make us a better bank. Dedication to our community and helping families succeed in their financial planning. Mason Bank. Proud supporters of the Mason Punchers and the Mason Cowgirls. Mason Bank, member FDIC. It's a great time to make those changes in your home that make a big impression. Just go to Mason Building Supply and Rental. They have hundreds of samples and catalogs in their showroom. I picked the perfect Valspar medallion paint colors for the walls. And our wood fence got some attention, too, with a beautiful new stain from Cabot. Mason Building Supply and Rental, 254 Moody Street in Mason. They have everything you need to make your home the talk of the town. Sometimes you need special equipment to do a job. Moore's Farm and Ranch Supply, 1807 North Bridge, has the rental equipment you need, including a mini excavator, ride-on trencher, boom lights, light towers, equipment trailers, dump trailers, skid steer, and a tantrum. And Moore's is your local bush hog dealer. Stop in today. Moore's Farm and Ranch Supply. 1807 North Ridge. Get more for your money at Moore's Farm and Ranch Supply, the new store on the north side, 1807 North Bridge. 
This is 95.3 KNEL. Uh, we're back here live at the Puncher Dome as the captains for both teams are on the field. And Johnson City appears to have won the toss. They're going to defer to the second half. That means Mason will likely receive the opening kick. Ivan Walford calling it for the punchers. Also number 12, Ron Todd. Number 50, Tino Montiano. Number 6, Coy Moe. Captains for tonight's punchers. Yeah. They'll be receiving the ball to our left in the east end zone. So, John Sue, kicking off from our right to left. Again, punchers, uh, white helmets, purple jerseys, gray pants. John City looks fired up. Coming in here six and one, maroon helmets, white jerseys, black pants. They've got a junior quarterback, uh, player to watch, uh, number two, McCray Jacobs. The assistant coach's son supposed to be a pretty, pretty polished player. Um, not a lot of stats uh, on John City other than they come in here uh, averaging uh, right around 32 points a game. Some are two of the punchers, only giving up 14. Their only loss coming against San Sato in week two, and this quarterback, uh, he was hurt earlier in the season, so defense is going to have to step up and uh, get some pressure early there. Johnson's going to want to throw the deep ball. They've got two receivers. Uh, players to watch number 15, or excuse me, number 10, Josh McKinnis. He'll be on the kind of that lone receiver on the far side. And also number three, sophomore, Johnny Slowinski. Both of those kids, tall, lengthy, good speed. Johnson City will be kicking off. Back deep to receive for the punchers. Sudden Solario back on the field, suited up, standing at his own 10 next to uh, Crossfield's Ryan Todd. Uh, that wouldn't be a season. Isaiah Bishop's got a broken left pinky. He's playing on defense. They blow the – on the kick, they blow it dead. So it could be offside kick team or just a – wasn't started. I don't think they were ready. All right, so we'll do this again. We did off. They didn't have the lights on, and I don't know why. Yeah, it's, lights are on now. It's still still daylight. Yeah. Right at seven. I'm gonna tell you what, though. The minute the minute they went out to do that coin flip, that wind stopped, and we had a south breeze there for just a little bit, and now we've got nothing. So we're gonna offer John City number twenty, Cedric. Well, Newitz. Time he kicks it to Ryan Todd, catches at the 10, takes it up the middle of the field, makes a move, cuts back to the middle, and gets it out near the 35s where the puncher offense take over. Looks like Todd had some running room there, but did a good job uh, fielding it down inside the 10-yard line. Yeah, Mason will have their first possession of this football game after the opening kickoff from the 35-yard uh, line. The puncher's uh, the 32-yard line, excuse me. They've won more coin toss and haven't started on offense many games. Second time this year. Last so, uh, week was the first one. They like to start on defense. Ivan Wofford's going to bring him out. He'll be under center. Wing T formation. Toss sweep. Matthew King right side. Lowers the shoulder and thrown down as he gets a, maybe two on the carry. Yeah, pick up about two yards. Going to move him out to the 35-yard line. Brings up a second down and eight. 
A bunch has come out in the base formation. Clancy Osborne brings in the play. We got Sutton Slario back suited up. White, White Rose suited up. Travis Parker still out. Isaiah Bishop has a broken finger, but should see action on the defensive side. As Wofford again under center, wing T. Good win, the wing back or H back. They go counterplay right side. Ryan Todd lowers the shoulder into the pile. Gets it out to the 40. Big fellas up front for Johnson City kind of uh, making an impact on those first two snaps as they're kind of pushing that offensive line around, and those holes aren't uh, nearly as big. But uh, he squeaks through for about five yards on the pickup. Brings up third down and two. Ball sits on the uh, 41-yard line. And John City is big up front, and they do load the box. I mean, they run a lot of stack, 44. You know, they've got some big guys up front. Even their linebackers are huge. Uh, and they are loading the box one safety deep. Not even deep. He's pretty much playing on an extra linebacker. Punchers again line up heavy run formation. Two tight ends. Deep toss to Ryan Todd. Makes a great cut. But oh, didn't get there. And the flag comes in. Yeah. He would have had the first. Yeah, it's going to be holding there on the outside. I think Comey got caught, uh, got beat just a little bit there by the cornerback and wound up holding. We're going to see uh, see what they call here on this third down and what should be short. Offside defense. Oh, there you nice. go. All right. So we'll have an automatic first. Have a first down. Penalties decline. They're going to move it. Um, ball's going to be spotted on about the 44-yard line. They needed the 43, so good enough for the first down. So, 46-yard line, excuse me. What did I say, 44? So, 46-yard line. New first, set of downs. Yeah, new set of downs. First down and 10 for the punchers. Walker be in the gun. High formation offset to his left. He hands off Ryan Todd. Right side is good. Oh, oh, and he's in the space. Two men to be. He's out of bounds. We got a flag on the play, though. Down near the 30, but... Looks like it may be coming back. Yeah, they're going to move this one back. We got two flags, one on each side of the field. That could be another uh, offside penalty, possibly, but likely going to go against the offense. At least down here where the run, where the action was at. Yeah, going to going to move this one back. It's going to negate a big run by Ryan Todd there. As uh, oh, offside defense, they hold hold they're going to offset. All right, we're going to replay first down. So I think the the, deep, the the nose tackle is lining up over the ball, uh, uh, and he's he's real real close. And so I guess that's what they're calling. I can't see anywhere else that uh, that defense is offside. But nonetheless, still still first possession of the football game. First down and ten for the punchers on the forty six yard line. Same formation for the punchers. Down in backfield, offset left of oh, Rob. Back drops the direct snap has to fall on it. Back at the 35, big loss. Huge loss. Saw that against Wall a couple times. That's going to move them all the way back to the uh, the 35-yard line, 36-yard line. So it's going to bring up second down and uh, about 16. Hunter's pretty much 19. in a run formation there, except the only difference is Walford is taking a direct snap out of the you know pistol gun. And... Uh, well, Walford that time wasn't even looking. Yeah, he was looking over here yeah, to the, the sideline. Yeah, the high. It was just he it was right, through, right under his armpit. They'll be in the gun again. Bunch of receivers, twins to the left. Takes a snap, jet sweep, gives it to Sutton Solario, trying to find room on the right. Take Ooh, it, he got down. smacked. 
got a shoulder, big number 56, put it on him as he came across from the far side linebacker. And uh, Sutton Salario back on the back on the carry after sitting out everything but the Coleman game where he looked very slow. Um, that was 56. He, Isaac Roberts, I mean, he just smacked him. And their other inside linebacker, number five, Hayden Fox. Those guys are, they look like nose tackles. They're playing inside linebackers. Third down, second down. It should be second down. Second down and 17, or third down and 17, excuse me. Wofford out of the gun. Twins left. One receiver to the right. Looking deep for Comey down the middle. Incomplete over his head. Kind of hit him on the post yeah, on the back there was, side. There was lots of pulling on both sides of that play. They each had a hold of each other. Uh, but it's going to bring up fourth down and 17. So, uh, after Mason comes out and on three plays gets a first down, they're stalled after a uh, bad snap. Sends them into a second down and 20 situation. And now uh, facing a fourth and 17. Our team comes out. Ron Todd back. He's on 30. So, Johnson holds on their first. Oh, high snap. Todd it. Makes a great catch, but just barely oh, gets fun. the punt off. Out of bounds, near midfield. It's about the 45. Johnson City will have good field position. Yeah, Johnson City looking to take over the football on their first possession of this ball game, and they're going to have it on the 44-yard line is where they'll start this one from our right to left. 8-21 left to go here in the first quarter. Uh, score is 0-0 as Mason goes on to defense for the first time. I'd like to thank our sponsors for this year's broadcast, as always, Mason Bank. Willow Creek Cafe, Nine Bar Landing Cattle, Heart of Texas Ford, The Commercial Bank, Laneburg Realty, Mason Building and Supply, Hill Country Collision Repair, Moore Farm and Ranch, and Dan Candy Touchdown Real Estate. Jacob takes a snap out of the gun, fakes the toss, keeps it himself up the middle, gets maybe a half yard on the carry. Really good job that time by Jacoby and Goodwin there, uh, crashing down on that play, not faked at all on the pitch. And, uh, they only gain, Johnson City only gains one yard on the play. Brings a second down in nine. And Official timeout on the field. Jacoby. Jacoby comes off as. Uh, is the defensive leader on the season, at least in solo tackles. He's got 18 solos, 12 for a loss, 49 total, and six sacks. Goodwin so, close so behind him. Kobe caught a scratch there. He's bleeding a little. they got to get that shut down. But uh, Simonton in in his place. Jacobs takes that left-handed thrower, has a wide-open receiver on the right side. That's number three, Johnny Slowinski, only a sophomore, but their second-leading receiver. Picks up a first down for the Eagles. Good pitch and catch there for Johnson City. They pick up 11 yards on the play. Good job by Isaiah Bishop with that club hand of uh, sticking with him and pushing him out of bounds. But uh... The first and ten, John say they're in punch territory at the 45. Um, quarterback, James being the pistol. Tailback right behind him. They give it to him. Up the gut. Runs into his blocker and tackled a host of punchers. Big old number 71 wouldn't have been in his way. Had have been a big old hole, but uh, his own player had him gummed up there. He leans forward for about a two-yard gain. Second down and eight. John City, they uh, obviously they're going to be in the spread. The quarterback being the pistol most of the time. Now he's got two backs, a broken eye to his right, two receivers left to the far side. He just takes a snap, straight drop back, looking to throw deep. 
for 14, oh, just man. barely out of over his head incomplete at the 15. He had them all beat. Uh, the throw was just a nickel long as uh, number 14 was not able to reach up and catch that one, fortunately for the punchers. But uh, brings up third down and eight from the same spot. Looking for the senior receiver, Ryan Shipley. This is Johnson City's first possession of the ball game. Still 0 0, 6.45 left in the first quarter. On City's first offensive series. Up in a broken eye. Take it from the pistol. Play action. He rolls left. He has a left handed thrower on the run oh, under nice pressure. Hit the receiver across, dragging across the middle, all the way down to the 20. That'll be another first down Eagles. Really good throw there. This quarterback does have a, a good throwing motion. Jacoby nearly got there uh, to disrupt that pass, but uh, dragging across the middle was a slot receiver from the far side and uh, down to what looks like about the uh, 21-yard line is where Johnson City has a first and 10. And, uh, another uh, first series drive threatening against this puncher defense, as we saw on wall a couple weeks ago. This time they keep it on the ground. The number 15, Tyler Lorenz, their leading rusher. Corey Mock nearly had him in the backfield, but uh, couldn't bring him down. He falls forward for about a gain of three, second down and seven. He picked up more than I thought there on that run. They are in the red zone. Pretty tall kid for a running back. Yeah, they got a bunch of big, tall, lengthy athletes. As uh, Jacobs will be in the pistol, Lorenz behind him. And they're going to run speed option left side. Jacobs keeps it, makes a cut, hurdles the defender, stays on his feet, dies for the end zone. And they're going to knock him down just right there at the five-yard line is where uh, he'll finally go down. Man, he hurdled two and a good run three by the quarterback. Five-yard line is where they're going to have first and goal for Johnson City. They got Mason on their heels. I noticed when they dropped back to pass, we've been playing pretty much a zone. And uh, with that kind of spread offense, they're just going to sit down in there if you don't have a body on a body. I'm impressed with this quarterback so far. He looks very experienced and uh, very calm, whether he's running or throwing. Is uh, They have a first and goal. Take us out of the shotgun. Long snap count. Might have changed the play. Down here in the – oh, and uh, might be a delay game there. Yeah, Flag for comes sure. In, and it is, so – Break there to the punchers. Delay a game is still going to be uh, first and goal from the from the 15. Defense. Or from the 10, excuse me. He's going to have a shot here, but they're going to have to make something happen, either force turnover or, or make a stop for a loss. So far, uh, John State showing good protection and ability to put you know push that line of scrimmage. Yeah. Those front five up there are pretty big guys, center especially. <laughs> First and goal from the 10-yard line. Johnson City threatening with 4.35 left to go here in the first quarter. It's from the gun. He's got two in the backfield. Hands it off to Lorenz. Left side trying to push the pile. Man. Inside. Gosh, all the way back down to the one where they know. were. I don't know why if you're in Johnson City, you don't run that play again. I mean, yeah. that kid was caught three a three-yard gain, and he fell to about a six-yard gain. So That's exactly what the scatter report said. He falls. <laughs> Is that what he said? Really? <laughs> So he falls for the other three. About, so about six three second, out there. Second down and five. So they get the penalty back on the first on first down. Second down and goal from the five yard line. Take us out of the gun. Don't read. Just right back to the tall tailback. And looks like he's in the end zone. No, Jacoby got him that time. 
gosh. So, oh yeah, I'm looking at the three. It's kind of hard with it painted. Yeah, it's painted now. Three, so. three yard line is where this ball will be spotted. Three yard line. So third down and goal from the three. Big third down for this puncher defense. I don't know why you wouldn't just do what you've been doing. They'll go to the broken eyes right side, two tight ends. And they go back to Lorenz, up the middle. He's stuck. He's oh, up and pushed boy. back. Punchers look like they've held right at about the one-yard line. Guess who? Hunter Goodwin. Hunter Goodwin catches him and just throws him backwards and denies any type of gain. Yeah, and as that ball will be placed right back at the three-yard line, where it'll be fourth down and goal. So and Lorenz is adjusting his chin strap after that yeah. stand-up hit. Big number 24, Hunter Goodwin. Uh, said, uh, no, sir, if you're going to go, you're going to go left, not right. Fourth and goal from the two. Jacobs in the pistol. Lorenz behind him. Receivers split wide either side. And he speed option left side. Lorenz has oh, man. into the end zone. Touchdown, Eagles. Wofford was there, but just too late. He caught a giant stiff arm. That's a tough play to stop. Number 15. Motors on in. Johnson City strikes first here in Mason as uh, with 2.35 left to go here in the first quarter. Johnson City scores from three yards out. Cedric Walnowit, sophomore kicker, barring this extra point. Oh, like laces are out there, but he puts it through. Oh, Johnson City takes, scores first, takes a 7 nothing lead over the punchers. Two and a half minutes remaining in the first quarter. We'll take a short 30-second commercial break. Come back and uh, see if the Mason Fletcher offense can get going. Go to Mason Fletcher football, 95-3, KNL. Johnny and Leanne Fleming and all the folks from Hill Country Collision Repair are excited about being a part of another great year for the Mason Punchers and Cowgirls. And we wish them the best of luck throughout the season. At Hill Country Collision Repair, we appreciate your business. We're located at 301 North Live Oak, or give us a call at 347-5767 for free estimates on domestic or foreign auto repairs. Hill Country Collision Repair. 95.3 KNEL. All right, so Johnson City strikes first on a two-yard, just a speed option play taken in by the running back number 15, Tyler Lorenz. Every point was good, and Johnson City leads Buncher 7-0 here at homecoming. Two and a half minutes remaining in the first quarter. Buncher's, uh they moved the ball in offense the first series, but a couple penalties, bad snap. Well, you I mean, you got to get that possession game back now as, yeah. uh, as you've lost it, having caught the opening kickoff and then not doing anything, and now Johnson City has the – has a possession. Todd takes the opening. He's the got the open room. At the 10 on He's the line. Speed. Breaks the tackle. Oh, he should have kept running. Still on his feet all the way down to the Johnson City 25-yard line. Great return. We got a flag, a flag on the play. Back at. Oh, away from the play, away from the ball. There's a flag on the far side of the field. And we will see what this one holds. Looks to me like uh, – we got a holding call. That was a 65-yard return for Ron Todd. He broke the initial contact. I mean, if he'd have just kept running, I think he had the the young man beat. Uh, certainly a better shot than trying to double back. So they're going to 
sideline infraction. I guess they gave them a warning over there on Johnson City side. So special teams comes up yeah, with Mason, play. Mason, great, great field position after a 65-yard return by Ryan Todd. 25-yard lines where this ball will be set, first and 10. They're going to spill Todd. Sun Larry will be the tailback. Matthew King, the fullback. They'll be in the wing tee. Goodwin, the winger, H-back. They're going to motion him right to left. Toss it to King. Ball one good. And flag comes Flag on the play. Likely going to be a hold or a chop block. Yeah, flag on the play. Opposite side of which the, the way the ball went. Oh, holding likely. See what uh, see what we've got here. I've been wrong twice, so I'm just going to wait for him to do it. We got a personal foul chop block on Mason. That's gonna that's gonna negate about a three yard pickup, and that's gonna move the ball all the way back to. That should be a 15 yarder. It'll move it all the way back to the 40 yard line, where it'll be first down and 25. What's in the story here the last couple of games? 2-10 left to go here in the first quarter. Johnson City leads this one 7 to nothing. One receiver's right. Bolly Comey. Offer to be under center. New Solario over to the left side. Hands off. Also placed Solario in space. Dragon. Well, he did. All the way down to the first down marker. That's a good pickup of God, I thought he was going to horse collar him too, but uh, luckily he didn't jerk him down. So... Solario picks up uh, picks up the penalty yards and then the first down as he drags all the way down to the 15 yard line where it'll be first down and 10 from the 15. So welcome back, Sutton. Yeah, that was a good tackles, run. That, mm-hmm. That's a huge. Just goes to show you how much he was hurting in that Coleman game because he looked really really slow in that game. Todd back in split backfield twins left off under center. They go Todd left side has a hole. And thrown down, good pickup inside the 10, to about the 7-yard line. That ball on the far side uh, faked me out. I thought he threw a flag late. <laughs> and so it uh, brings up second down and about four or three. The ball uh, on the about the 7-yard line. Yeah, just inside a minute left in the first quarter, Mason trailing. John State 7-0, but they're in scoring position. Second and goal from the three. 50 ticks left on the clock. Comey split wide left to the near side. King, Todd in the backfield. They go Todd, off tackle, left side, oh. trying to get the edge, trying to break a tackle, and knocked out of bounds right at the first down mark. Yeah, he's going to be real, real close to that uh, six-yard line is where the line line to gain was. He's going to be real, real close to that. 35 seconds left on the clock in the first quarter. Johnson City still leads 7 to nothing, but Mason – on the six-yard line. It's going to be first and goal from that spot. They get the first. 25 seconds left. Hunter's going to run this clock down. They get one more playoff here to end the first quarter, trying to tie up this ball game down 7-0. Ball for the better center. Well, he split wide left, Comey to the right. They go Ryan Todd, off tackle, right side, trying to get into the paint end zone. and He's, he's going to be just shy of that one-yard line. You call a timeout or you swap into the field, they're going to swap into the field. We'll take a little break with them. Mason Punchers will have the ball on the one-yard line, and we're going to be second down and goal from that spot. They trail this one 7 to nothing from Johnson City. 
We'll be back in 60 seconds. You're listening to Mason Puncher Football on KNEL 95.3. Nine Bar Land and Cattle is a proud supporter of all sports in Mason. We have much to be proud of here in Mason. Winning teams is how we roll. And Nine Bar believes in that philosophy of how we do business, too. Support our teams and consider letting Nine Bar be your winning team when you're buying or selling ranches, land, or homes. It's a great day at Nine Bar. And as Lee Graham said, it's a great day to be a puncher. Well, Chase, you're a married man now with a baby. Yep, and I'm hard working. Uh, this isn't the right coffee. Okay. This is Angela at Willow Creek Cafe. And Chase at Willow Creek Club. Letting everyone know Willow Creek Cafe has new hours and still serves the best home cooking. 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. Sunday and Monday, and 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. Tuesday through Saturday. And the club is still open Monday through Sunday from 5 to midnight. Chase and I are cooking up your favorites. And check the daily lunch specials out on our Facebook page. Hard working. This is 95.3 KNEL. Uh, we're back here to start the second quarter. Your punchers have a second and go from the one. Down the east side, our left, the left of us. I'm to punch it into that painted end zone here at homecoming. They go sudden to Larry, oh, right man. side over the two hole, and punchers say they're going to mark him. Mark him down at the one yard line again. Just short, uh, that's Johnson City, number 11. He comes flying in there and knocks his feet right out from under him. And uh, I thought he was in, but uh, just just short. And uh, third down and goal from the same spot. Wofford comes in with the call. Time on the play clock. Just started the second quarter. Puncher's down 7-0. Johnson City didn't have any trouble taking their first series down the field. Punches line up in a diamond goal line formation. Wofford keeps it himself. Touchdown, punchers. So a good way to answer uh, Johnson City marching down the field is have a march of your own. And uh, with four minutes left to go there in that first quarter and then about 45 seconds off the clock here in the second, Mason punchers tie this one or score, make it a 6-7 ball game. Set up by that 65-yard Kick return by Ryan Todd. And a 20-yard pickup by Sutton Solario. Yeah, best run from Solario we've seen all season. He's been out hurt. Good to see him back in the backfield. Jacoby straight on for the extra point. It's good. Hits the field house. Game's tied. Yeah. 11-15 remaining in the second quarter. At least we've got two refs under the goal post that are going like this. <laughs> Arms up. Yeah. And we're not, not in Chris just- Stovall where he's going. Well, there's giving him a thumbs there's up. One, there's one guy. Yeah, he's like. And he goes. <laughs> or it might have been the it might have been the white hat from the very back, just looking at it. Yeah. Behind the kicker. And so the guy under the goal, the white hat would look for him, and he'd just stand there with his thumb up. <laughs> well, they may have had the they may have had the uh, communication set up. Yeah. However, however you got to do it. But you know, we were out in Cristobal, America too. So I I told him out there. I said, I said. uh Two things. Either paint's hard to get in Cristobal or it's really high. And those guys said it was really high because we could barely see the lines at Cristobal. But uh, they got plenty of paint on the field here in Mason tonight as uh, the end zone's got big old diamond diamond pattern, uh, wide outline with a, the purple diamond. The horseshoe M uh, is all brand new. And 
painted out there. It'll be ugly next week and all brown. Yeah, it's so green. Butchers kicking off for the first time tonight. They tied up 7-7. Here to start the second quarter. Jacoby aiming to his left. And he'll boot it deep, though. It's going to be fielded. Jante drops it at the five-yard line. Makes around the left side. And Robert Aguero is there to make the stop right at the 15. So good field position there for the puncher. Another good session team's play. Puncher kicking. Mason, Mason puncher defense looking to uh, rebound a little bit from Johnson City's last possession. They scored down the field uh, on about a but about a six-play, 60-yard drive that uh, um, Johnson City was able to put together. And Mason Puncher defense probably playing a little soft on their passing game for sure. And uh, Johnson City quarterback uh, was threading it in there as he looks to step back in from the pistol. The pistol twins left to the near side. Makes a snap, drops it, picks it up, and he sacks Frankie Bowley in there make sure he didn't escape. Frankie Bowley, uh, always aggressive there from uh, from that linebacker spot. Outsized most of the time, but you wouldn't know it by his fight. And uh, he's quickly in there to bring up second down and 13. Kobe comes back in. Left defensive end. Bowley, that was his third sack of the season. Kobe leads the team in sacks. Got six on the season. Jacobs takes the snap. He's a left-handed thrower. Rolls left. Cross the middle. Nice play. Nice play by Isaiah Bishop. He dives across the the plane and uh, tips that ball away at the last second. And Isaiah Bishop uh, broke his his second joint in his pinky on Monday in practice. And uh, out there with a big old club on his left hand. But uh, sure didn't slow him down from putting it in the dirt. As uh, he dives and knocks that ball away, brings up third down and 13. Looks like uh, Johnson City is going to take a timeout. And uh, we'll pause 30 seconds here as we come back. 7 7 here in the Puncher Dome. You're listening to Mason Puncher Football on KEL 95.3. Mason Building Supply and Rental is a place to go for everything that you need. Visit our 8,000 square feet of space. It's overflowing with great and unexpected things. We have beautiful jewelry, grills, clothing and shoes, fishing gear, and even equipment to freeze-dry food for up to 25 years. Seasonal selections, we have you covered for all of the major holiday decor. And, of course, we sell all the goods for building, plumbing, and electrical work. Mason Building Supply is your hometown general store. 254 Moody in Mason. This is 95.3 KNEL. All right, and uh, back here... Live second quarter, 10-23 remaining. Puncher defense has a great opportunity here to make a stop and retain the battle of field position. Sounds like he's facing a third and 13. High ball game, 7-7. So punchers need to pin their ears back. At least keep the ball in front of them. They've sacked the quarterback here on this series. Opportunity, uh, yeah. opportunity right here to get the possession game back in your favor. And take one away from Johnson City. Johnson City spreads it out four wide. Another low snap has to be picked up by Jacobs. He swings it out to the running back and a good pickup. He's going to be just short of the first down. Good job that time by uh, by Hunter Goodwin of following that play and making the tackle. But or that was Salario, excuse me, from the linebacker position. But uh, Johnson City quarterback almost pulled that off. Uh, that screenplay was almost busted. 
he still almost pulled it off. Brings up fourth down and three as uh, they picked up 10 yards on the on the play. They're going to punt this one away as he stands back at his own 10-yard line. Yeah, Ron Todd, the lone return man, back at his own 35. Oh, another high snap. The punter's able to hold on and get it. Nice. That was a great punt. Booming punt. Todd tilts it inside the 30. Breaks the shoulder tackle. Takes it around the home sideline and drags the oh. defender out of bounds all the way near the 45. Man, I thought the way he was high-stepping, we might have had a knee on that deal, but uh, Todd looks to be okay. I think he was just stopping and starting there. Puncher's going to have the football right there around their own 46-yard line where it'll be uh, first and 10. 9.32 left to go here in this first half. 7-7 seven to seven is your score. And Todd looked like he was going to be tackled there right at the, the catch and just chucked a high, you know, arm tackle. Was able to advance it about 15 yards. Punchers will take over first and 10 from their own 46. High formation behind Wofford. Two tight ends. They go with Todd. Right side hurdles. Ooh. The front line picks up maybe two yards. Kind of hitting the air. About a two-yard gain. It's going to move them out to about the 47 uh, is where it'll be second down and eight. Right here near midfield. Uh, certainly a good place to be for viewing for us. So with nine minutes remaining in the first half, tie ball game. Once you get it back on offense, trying to advance across midfield, second down and eight. As Walker goes back into the gun, the eye formation to his right, twins left. Now they motion Bowley left to right from inside. Play action. Walker's rolling, looking to throw. Has Bowley dragging across the middle. Good catch. Breaks a tackle. Gets the first. We got a flag oh, on the play. That's the sideline. Yeah. <laughs> like, I got the sideline player right here in front of us. Bowley caught it across the field. Gets the first. It's already tackled, and the flag comes in from the Mason sideline. See what? Uh, kind of odd there. I guess the referee ran into a coach or a player. Clyde walks out. Trying to see what this call is here. Yeah, that play was. Like Mr. Ecker said, it's, uh, that play was a long way from nowhere. I think they're going to wave that flag. The punchers are going <clears> to <throat> move the six. Yeah, I don't know, quite understand that one. They just waved it off right there. And I'll have a first and ten down at the Johnson City 34-yard line. Mason Puncher's good pitching catch there to bully along the outside as he was dragging across the middle. Walker will be in the gun. Comey split wide left. Far side, they motion King across. They give it to Sun Slayer right between the oh. tackles, and he nearly broke it. They get a good pickup of eight from the left side. Sun Slayer looks a lot fresher out there um, than he did in that Coleman game back at the first of the season. Like I said, it's been injured, kind of had some back issues, and now uh, certainly, certainly looks like a fresh set of legs. Brings up second down and two. It's just good to see another downhill runner, and that's where he's always been great. The 25 is the line to gain. Split backfield, two tight ends. Walford, off sweet, right side, Matthew King. Splits the defenders, oh. and it's hit as he's just trying to 
It's the first. Get inside about, the 15 or the 25. Yeah, gets about five-yard carry on the play. Going to take it down to about the 22-yard line where it'll be first and 10. Like he kind of got turned around a little bit after uh, breaking that initial contact and uh, took a shot, but advances the change. Bunchers threading uh, John City red zone. Walker goes back in the gun. Slayer to his right. Comey split wide left. They go back to Solario. Cuts it up the middle. Flag, flag comes in flag. behind him. He takes that maybe four. Going to be another chop block. See the chop block or holding. There was a puncher laying on the ground, so I'm going to assume they think he went low. Yeah, I would... This is going to be against the offense. Personal foul, chop block. So uh, with that new rule, you can't you can't go low off the line of scrimmage, uh, below the knees anymore, like you used to be able to. And so, uh, you know, a little bit of adjustment there from what what they've done in the past, uh, probably from what these kids were taught when they were younger. But uh, negates a pretty good run, brings up a first down. Uh, pushing them back, brings up first down at about 25. Burned wishbone to the left of Wofford, out of the gun. They go to Ryan Todd on the ground, right side, good cut. Todd throws a stiff arm, stays on his feet, takes a shot. Wow. Gets back nearly to the original line of scrimmage, down to the 25. Yeah, it's going to be second down and about 13. He gets a good chunk of it back, about 12 yards back on the play. There's about 6.50 left to go here in the second quarter. This game's knotted up at 7. What would opposing fans think when they see Ryan Tudor on the ball and they just see that run? They're like, gosh, you can't knock him off. He's just a little guy out there. <laughs> can't knock him off his feet. Can't bring him down. You dang sure can't tackle him around the numbers. Wins left. Walford out of the gun. Todd next to him. Play action. Oh, try to set up that. Inside bubble screen to Comey, incomplete. Over his head again. I don't know how Walker keeps missing Comey high. Well, I can tell you. <laughs> so, fundamentals of throwing any type of ball in the world, if you if you drop your elbow, you're going to sell it over whatever you're throwing at. So, uh, he continues to he continues to get back on his back foot, and he drops his elbow, and that points the ball north, and uh, he threw it right over the top of a guy that's about 6'4". Oh, we have space in front of them. I mean, they've got the block set up out there as he's coming from the outside in. Big third down here for Mason Putcher offense. Johnson City looking to get a stop. Third down and 13. Twins left for the punchers. Comey wide to the right. Wofford takes a timeout. First of the half, third and 12. Play clock was down to zero, and so uh, punchers take a timeout. Let's take one with them. We'll be back here in 30 seconds. You listen to Mason Putcher football on 95.3 KNEM. You can pick any bank, so pick a bank that's deeply involved in your community. From sports and FFA to 4-H to just about anything with Mason Youth, we're on the team. From CASA to Habitat, from the Mason Volunteer Fire Department to our senior programs, we're invested. From checking to savings to CDs to real estate commercial or consumer loans for your business, we're committed. Stop by today to experience banking at its finest. The Commercial Bank, a better way to bank. Member FDIC. 95.3 KNEL. We're back here with 6.45 remaining in the first half. Punchers take their first timeout of the half. Facing third and 12. They're down to the Johnson City 25. Still tied 7-7. Seven to seven. And uh, we 
or good position, had a had a penalty. Montauk gained it back nearly to the original line of scrimmage. This is where the punchers do it. Coach McLeod was talking about it. this is where that they've got to execute, show some more consistency in these third long situations in scoring position. Three wide. Delay handoff. Ryan Todd, big hole at the middle, makes a nice cut. He's into the secondary. Down to the Johnson City five. That'll be a first flag back at the There's a flag way back here, way Uh, back here at the 30-yard line. Delay draw, you're likely going to have a hold there on the line of scrimmage. I like the play call. Ryan Todd comes up limping on the play. So not only do you negate a huge run there that gets you inside the five-yard line, but you're going to have a holding call that's going to back you up even further. It's third and 20 now, back at the 30, I'll say 35-yard line. So, really, the punchers on uh, on their first possession in this one can't get out of their own way uh, to get the ball downfield. 6.30 on the clock, still knotted up at 7. Mason Punchers facing a big third down and 22. Bishop and Bowie slip wins to the right side. Comey all alone on the left. Like we're going to see a screen. Well, they go right back to the delays. Draws is Larry up. He's wrapped up. Yeah, no go. I don't see a field goal attempt from this distance uh, with uh, the kicking squad that we've got. Know. You know, Comey's been putting a little more leg into his kick. He's got a couple of field goals against Wall. I don't think so. That makes it over a 50-yard field goal. Well, it's a four-down territory regardless. Fourth down and 19. Mason Punchers moving from our right to left. Second yeah. quarter, 5.40 on the clock. 7-7's your score. I'd like to see Wofford keep it, pick it up with his legs. They go five wide. John City takes a timeout. Let's stay right here and thank our sponsors, Will. We haven't got to do that much this game, and we certainly appreciate their contribution to bring this broadcast to the greater Hill Country area. Mason Bank, Willow Creek Cafe, Nine Bar Landing Cattle, Heart of Texas Ford, The Commercial Bank, Laneburg Realty, Mason Building and Supply, Hill Country Collision Repair, Moore Farm and Ranch, and Dan Gandy Touchdown Real Estate. And it sounds like we're setting up for another nail-biter here at the Puncher Dome. Uh, replays, not the uh, football game, and Puncher football games are available as a podcast at kennyradio.com. Go to the website, click on the podcast icon, and select Kenny Hill Sports Podcast, where you can listen to or download each and every week's game. Podcast for tonight's game should be available by early the following week, and definitely go back and listen to those classics. We've already got a couple here on the season, and uh, hopefully the punchers can run away with it. Second half, there's five and a half remaining. Just a lot can happen. Still tied 7-7 here. Mason, a fourth down and 19. There's been some gaps in this Johnson City defense that Mason has uh, obviously exposed and gotten some big plays, but you can't negate every big run with a penalty, and we've done that here tonight so far. Five wide for the punchers. Pretty unusual formation for Mason. Yeah, they stack them up. Three on the left, two on the right. Wofford straight drop back. Flag comes in. He's going deep to the end zone, looking for Goodwin or Comey. Ball comes out incomplete. We got a flag down here. We're going to see where that's at. Hopefully, that's off, holding. Hopefully, an offside. The rest pointing at the offense. They're going to say illegal formation. They're talking about positions down there. It looks like to me in their hand gestures. 
and we're going to see if that's illegal formation. Yeah, I might have had too many guys in the line of scrimmage going five wide there. Uh, not a common formation, at least that was seen on game day. Three wide a lot. That time Wofford was all alone in the gun. Waiting for the call here. Illegal formation, as Micah said. John said he will uh, elect to uh, let the ball go over on down. And they'll take over first and 10, no 32. We've got uh, our superintendent just walked up here and joined us. And uh, I think, uh, Will, if you, we want both talk into this one. You can. You can do the play-by-play. I don't have to hear it. So uh, we're going to talk to Mr. Brendan Kidd. We're going to get him on a headset here. And maybe we'll let him do the play-by-play. <laughs> he knows a little bit about formations and, uh, and, and plays. we got a first and ten for Johnson City. They're going to run it right up the middle. And uh, come over here to the near side. Mason Puncher is going to slow him down for a gain of about four. It's going to bring up six, uh, second down at about six. Well, Mr. Kidd, uh, you uh, new superintendent in town, and uh, looking forward to to this to this school year. We're already kind of enrolling. I mean, we're kind of in coast we're mode. We're already getting going. That's right. We're we're uh, full fledged into it. Already into our second six weeks and midway through the football season. So we're. We're knee deep. All right. Johnson City rears back and throws one long. Oh, it was caught on the far sideline. What a catch there by the Johnson City receiver as uh, he's going to have it there at about the 34-yard line. Big gain right there for Johnson City. What an arm there by that quarterback going to the far side away from his arm and uh, making a good catch there. Uh, you're a UT fan. You got a son that plays for UT. I am a UT fan. You know, I can't say I'm a diehard UT fan, but my son's there, so I am. I, yeah. Back when he was getting recruited, I said, you better never go to Texas. Of course, that's where he went. <laughs> but uh, I'm proud to be a Longhorn fan. And in fact, we'll be heading out early this, in the morning to watch him take on the Iowa State. Sure. That'll be a tough one. Iowa State, uh, those corn-fed boys, they get after it up there. They are so. tough, and they've had a few good years back-to-back. So it'll be a good game. I'm interested to go see it. Johnson City uh, has a picks up about three yards along the far side. Brings up second down and eight. Uh, the ball's going to be on about the uh, 30, 32-yard line uh, where it'll be second down and eight. There's still about uh, four minutes and 15 seconds left in here in the second quarter. This one's all knotted up at seven. Johnson City uh, back in the shotgun. Quarterback's back. Almost gets sacked in the backfield. Jacoby's scrambling. He's going to pick up about four yards on the play, and it's going to bring up about a third down and five. So tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about where you came from. The greater Hill Country area, always uh, always uh, curious to know about a new face. Five, six, seven years yeah. ago, I was a new face in the community, so I know what that's all about. And so uh, you got to see me cook for about 500 yeah, people yeah, today. So, <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I grew up in Keller. I'm an educator's son. My, my dad was in education for 54 years, and a lot of my other family members are in education. And uh, Grew up in Keller, Texas, which uh, wasn't much bigger than Mason whenever I was there. Of course, now you would never guess it was six, uh, five, six, eight high schools. Right, so, right. It's a totally different place now. But uh, went to college at SMU, played football at SMU. Um, had a brief spell.
stand in the NFL with the Colts and also played in the World League for a little bit, but uh, that was short-lived due to some bodily injuries. Sure, sure. But uh, then did a lot of coaching and teaching along the way. Then when my daughter got into uh, junior high athletics, I decided it was time to take a step back and be able to watch her compete and sure. play some sports. Big fourth down here. Mason punchers don't get it stopped. Uh, it's going to be real close to the, to the line to gain. It was about a fourth down. They were going to give it to him. First down, Johnson City from about the uh, 22-yard line. Is uh, Johnson City keeps progressing the football down the field, just little chunks at a time. Um, well, that's uh, uh, that's always important to kind of get back to, to getting to see your kids and, and slowing things yeah, down a little bit. And then I, I tell a lot of the people I work with, and that's the most important thing because you know, your job's always going to be there. You know, your sure. kids grow up and move off, and you know, when, when it comes to the End of your time, those are the most precious moments. So that's, that's what I put my stock in. Real good play that time by uh, Todd on the outside as uh, Johnson City tries to run it around to the near side. They're going to lose two yards on, or a yard and a half on the play. Going to bring up second down at about 12. There's a uh, minute 58 left to go here in this half. Still knotted up. Johnson City down to uh, the puncher's uh, 24 yard line. Talk to us. Tell us how it was. Uh, SMU plays in that Cotton Bowl facility, uh, and I'm sure you got to play a few games there. And so tell us how it was going back to see your son play there last week. It was great, of course. Our crowd wasn't quite as big as uh, <laughs> what it was last weekend, but uh, it was quite the experience, except, you know, by halftime, you know, all the crimson and red was gone. So, uh, all the out there. so that was a good sign. Yes, a little sir. bit more elbow room. Back in session, staff back on board. I've been finishing up 
told my le- listening tour where I'm just listening to to get the side of, of Mason ISD from the from the perspective of our teachers, faculty, and staff. And sure, you know, there's a lot of great things that's being said, a lot of great things that are happening, and um, you know, this is definitely a family atmosphere here, and you just can't beat it. And yes, sir. That's what everybody says, and the success of Mason comes from the community sport and the family family bond that everybody has here. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Uh, you know, it's uh, very, very much so family oriented. Johnson City from the four, five yard line, the pass is wide. It's incomplete uh, as Jacoby just couldn't get that one to his intended receiver and uh, brings up another third down and four. Um, they can get a first down. They're going to have to get it to the two yard line to get a first down, but third down and four uh, from the six. So, um, well, what what uh, what are some things that that uh, that come to mind when you when you think about your new situation and everything? I mean, kind of kind of let us inside of of Mr. Kidd a little bit and let this community or let the listeners talk to us because this is unique. You know, we got two radio stations. We got one downstairs and we got one here. And uh, as Jacoby just tries to take it himself, and he's going to get stopped. Uh, just shy of the first down marker. He's going to take it down to about the four-yard line, and they're going to be about fourth down and one, maybe two, um, right there on the fourth. So they're going to they're going to try a field goal here on fourth down. There's 23 seconds. They're going to let the time keep ticking. Try a field goal attempt. Maybe. And that kick is good. So with 8.9 seconds left on the clock, uh, Johnson City kicks a field goal. They lead this one 10 to 7 over your punchers. And a uh, good kick there by a uh, high school football player. Uh, you know, kicking kicking's always kind of highly questionable. Yeah, we've such a square toe shoot. <laughs> so that was a good kick by, by that young man. Will, Will and I went to, went to Tech, and so uh, – I remember when I was there, uh, Linwood Big Townhomes was uh, was just in creating a development, and they had this promotion going where you could kick at halftime for six months free rent. Oh. And we got one of our three years when I was there. Uh, one of our kicker came from having been the guy that kicked the six months free rent. Oh, wow. So, uh, <laughs> so kicker in a can, I guess you could say. Uh, coming out there at halftime. Maybe we need to start that here so I can give me a kick in, get some free rent, and a house to rent here in Mason, Texas. So that's yeah, how's that? That's, that's challenging, isn't it? It has been a challenge. <laughs> you know, we're, we're looking every day to see if something new pops up to, to get us here closer. Right now we're in Fredericksburg. My wife is a diagnostician in comfort. Okay. So it works a little bit, you know, being sure. halfway, but I'd rather be here in Mason where – where this is home, and, uh, and so we're we're looking, but it's been a tough chore. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ryan runs it up right up the middle on the kick return. He's going to take it all the way down to the 45-yard line. There's going to be a four-tenths of a second left on the clock, and uh, Johnson City player got upended by his own uh, out here, and uh, he's going to hobble off the field. So there's going to be one more play before halftime, and then uh, we'll, we'll quit interrupting Mr. Kidd and kind of let him talk. Uh, talk to you, and we'll stay on here at halftime. But, uh, uh, yeah, I know what that's like living in two communities. When Kaylee and I first got married, and I was a county agent in Fredericksburg, and she taught in Blanco. Oh. And so just that little bit of time, I was sure glad when we made that move because 
she'd wore out the deer uh, in between uh, in between Fredericksburg and Blaco. One last play here. Looks like we're going to concede it and go to the go to the second half here, as uh, Mason uh, will be down uh, ten to seven going into half here. But uh, good fight, good fighting game. Uh, Mason uh, not going to have the possession advantage as uh, they gave it up on the first drive. But uh, Johnson Steele had the football uh, when we come back here at the end of halftime. But uh, uh, Mr. Kid, uh, did you get your hamburger? You didn't get your hamburger today. You said I, I didn't get my hamburger yeah. today. I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little uh, weird when it comes to eating lunches and stuff. My wife is. It's trained me up to be on a certain diet. So, That's all right. So. That's all right. I completely understand that. So, um, but I uh, got to mingle with some of the community there today. The commercial bank uh, hosted their uh, uh, appreciation lunch today. And uh, Ernie, you should have come into town So uh, and eaten the hamburger. I think uh, we wound up, I don't know, Curtis Donaldson and I had her head in the grill. I think we wound up feeding about 500 people. So yeah. it was uh, it was a good deal. But know, uh, There was grease popping everywhere. So it was... A good juicy burger. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, but uh, so, so what are some things that uh, that you look or, or tend uh, to want to bring to the table when it comes to Mason ISD? And uh, talk to us a little bit about kind of your visions and goals in terms of uh, you know uh, your opportunity here as superintendent. You know, I, you know, as I told the board when I first took the job, my first probably at least the first semester, maybe a little bit longer, is going to be just observing and seeing how things work here. I mean, Mason has a history of doing a lot of things right, very sure. successful, and not only in sports, but academics and uh, one-act plays. I mean, you name it, and they're, they're always going to be at the top. I mean, so, you know, it's, it's one of those situations you don't want to come in and throw in a bunch of changes, no matter the situation, but especially whenever they're already doing some things good. Sure. Um, you know, so it's a lot of observation, uh, really getting in to know the people and, and hearing from them who've been here that that see maybe some things that need to be tweaked, some things we could add to help make their lives a little bit better for the faculty and staff and for our students. Um, you know, we're looking at for some facility needs that, that probably need to be looked at, especially with all this new safety and security measures that are coming out by the state. You know, they're kind of putting a little pressure on us to do some things. And, and when you have some older facilities, it makes it a little bit tougher to do. And so those are some things we're looking at. Um, the board's very supportive of, of seeing what what changes need to be made, and um, and so we're we're taking a deep look at that. More probably more than anything right now. Um, but as we get going on throughout the year, well, I'm sure there'll be a few tweaks here and there with with various things, and um, seeing how our staffing needs are, if there's any ads we need to make from there, or some adjustments we need to make. But all those things are taken into account throughout the year. Sure. To talk to us a little bit about, I mean, we could sit here and talk for three days about this, this new security aspect, but just talk a little bit about, uh, and even in your pro- previous experiences, uh, kind of what this lends to from a, from a logistics standpoint of not only day-to-day operations, but also when you're hosting events and things of that nature, you know, talk a little bit about, uh, about the, you know, the struggles or the things that become more up-focused uh, in that situation. Yeah, you know as the years have progressed, you had COVID, and uh, of course you have all the state mandates with all sorts of geography paperwork and all sorts of stuff for, for all different things. But sure. you know, this throw this on top of as soon as COVID's over, you know it starts wearing on your faculty and staff because they, they can't just do what their job is as to teach our kids. Right. Uh, so you try to walk the fine line, not to overstress them and overburden them with those things. But there are some things we've got to do to 
make measures better, uh, make sure all our doors are securing the lock, especially from the outside looking in, uh, put some processes in place uh, so we have some one-in spots and one-out spots instead of being able to come into the buildings in all different directions. And, sure. You know, it's just being more cognizant of, of, of your surroundings and, and who's actually coming into your buildings and your facilities. And, sure. Um, and so we've got some measures in place. Like I said, I think we've made some good grounds. Um, there are some things we may look to in the future, maybe some IDs. Sure. You know, that, that are there. And those are always fun to deal with because it brings headaches for kids and, right. and all. But but those are some things. If it's going to help make our kids safe and our, and our staff safe, then we'll take some of those measures and, and look at it. But but it'll be a joint decision. It's not going to be my decision. It's going to be a, a, a sure. complete team effort. Well, uh, I know keeping normal operations is, is always a priority as much as possible. Uh, and so I think uh, I think what, you, what what you've implemented so far, and I get to see it from a little different perspective, but, you know, uh, what you've implemented so far has been uh, – uh, minor adjustments to, to meet the goals, but ultimately don't change the, the way we function day to day. And I know a lot of that has the falls on your principles and some of those type of things as well. But, you know, uh, uh, I appreciate what your approach on that from what I've gotten to, gotten to see from my end. Um, uh, have you ever been to a school where the number one priority on day one was the fox problem on the tennis court? Uh, I've never... <laughs> Obviously, number one. But uh, um, talk to us a little bit about uh, 
what's your what's your favorite thing about Mason so far? Outside of the family atmosphere, I think that everybody kind of gra- uh, gravitates to that, obviously because of its presence. But I tell you, it's it's, it's the people. I mean, I I've never been to a place where everybody's kind and welcoming and so hospitable. Uh, you know, of course, that goes along with being a small town atmosphere, but. It, it, People here are great. I mean, sure. Anything I've ever needed or asked for, you know, they're willing to go bend over backwards to do it. And you know, and, and that's the that's the the thing that Mason gives to to anybody who's here. Our kids, you know, they bend over backwards to do whatever it takes to help get what they need to help them be successful. And you know, and that's that's the pleasure and the joy of being in a smaller town. Um, you know, you, Friday Night Lights. Take Friday Night Lights. I mean, Friday Night Lights is great. Sure. Big school, small school, but it's still something more special about a small school setting when the when all the doors shut down at night and everybody's here at the game. I mean, it's just something special about that. Certainly. And uh, you ever stood up here on this on this something that meets code like this thing does? No, but I, you know, I think we're going to start. <laughs> we're going to add on to this and make some jumbo, some sweets up here and start selling some <laughs> big bucks, and raise some money around here. It's the best seat in the house, right? It here. is for sure. It is for sure. Well, how do you think Texas is going to fare against Iowa State this week? I think they'll be fine. You know, hopefully uh, yours is back in there for good and he can stay healthy and they can start getting more confident with him being back there. Uh, sure. he, has, he has some great things to offer. Um, you know, I think that's just the key, keeping their star players healthy. And, and I think they'll be fine. You know, we should have had Alabama a few weeks back and uh, he will fell a little short and then lost to the Raiders. I don't right. know how that happened, but it happened. <laughs> but, uh, but anyways, you know, so we'll we'll move forward. Nobody's so. nobody's scared that we'll beat them, but nobody really wants to play us either. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. But uh, it, it, you know, I think they'll be fine. It'll be a good game. You know, sure. Uh, I just think Iowa State's come a long ways from where they used to be, and they're very competitive, and never know what you'll get from them. Sure. Uh, just, I'd be curious to know your insight on this, and. Um, what do you think that this this is portal has done to increase the parity across the league? I mean, you you know you see a lot more, uh, and you played in you played in that, and so uh, you know what the regulations were back then, and uh, or even you know five years ago. But now there's a, seems to be a little more parity across the league. Uh, there is. I, I tell you, I'm not a big fan of the portal. I think. You know, it, it makes too much individualism sure. for kids instead of that team and that loyalty team. Yeah, the mm-hmm. NIL, which I, I'm a fan, uh, big fan of helping to support the kids and give them some money. I don't know if I'm to the extreme of what they are right now, but sure. But uh, I'm not a big fan of transfer portal, but it has it has leveled the playing field a little bit. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, but uh, well, uh, if you're if you're uh, a semi U or UT fan, obviously, because your son plays there. But uh, uh, you know, we all all got to be happy when the Aggies get beat. You know, always and, happy when the Aggies. And beat. I, I like saying that on the radio because about 15 people this week will say, "Hey, you you downed our Aggies on the radio." You know, and so. But uh, no, it's uh, it's 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 always good, man. We're we're certainly glad that you're here and. Um, and certainly glad that uh, appreciate your leadership that you bring to the table and and the things that you're doing for the staff and the kids and uh, we certainly want to get you on here and, and let people hear hear your voice and uh, get to know you just a little bit and we appreciate you 
uh, opening that line of communication to our listening group. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. I appreciate all y'all do for advertising the games and announcing the games. I mean, it's a great asset for our community, especially those ones that can't make it out. They can catch the game. And, uh, and you asked earlier, hey, what's it like having two radio stations, something new? Yeah, we had, I was in Weatherford before here. We had one radio station. You can hardly ever pick it up. So having two <laughs> like this, it, it's been sensational. So I appreciate what y'all do. Yes, sir. Well, we greatly appreciate you, and thank you for coming on. And uh, we're here at halftime, and uh, we're going to take a two-minute commercial break and listen to our sponsors. And uh, we'll be back here for a little stats and uh, some scores from around the league. And uh, we'll, we'll be right back here on 95.3 KNEL. Hey, Heart of Texas Hill Country, now is the time to get a Ford built for you by you. Pick your colors, your wheels, and other available features specifically designed for your Ford. Want an F-150 with a 12-inch touchscreen? How about 400 horsepower in an Explorer or a moonroof? You've got it. And now, $1,000 bonus cash when you custom order a new Ford. Go to Heart of Texas Ford. Order your new Ford today with $1,000 bonus cash. Go to heartoftexasford.com where every deal comes straight from the heart. Mason Building Supply and Rental is a place to go for everything that you need. Visit our 8,000 square feet of space. It's overflowing with great and unexpected things. We have beautiful jewelry, grills, clothing and shoes, fishing gear, and even equipment to freeze-dry food for up to 25 years. Seasonal selections, we have you covered for all of the major holiday decor. And, of course, we sell all the goods for building, plumbing, and electrical work. Mason Building Supply is your hometown general store. 254 Moody in Mason. Laneburg Realty is a proud sponsor of Mason Puncher and Cowgirl Athletics, Band, Cheer, Academic, and Youth Organizations. We have over 45 years as an established, highly experienced team to help you sell or buy real estate. Ranches, homes, farms, commercial, weekend, and investment properties. Whether you're in the market or just need an honest opinion, call us at 325-347-5360 or online at lamebergrealty.com. Laneburg Realty. Choice of the Hill Country. If you would like to hear a rebroadcast of high school sports aired on KNEL AM and FM, visit knelradio.com homepage and find the listing of KNEL podcast. Click on the KNEL Sports Podcast and you can enjoy listening or downloading your favorite sporting events. KNEL, serving the heart of Texas and the Northwest Hill Country with your sports podcast. KNEL Sports Podcast, making a difference in your life. This is 95.3 KNEL. We're back at the halftime show here on Clint Schulte Stadium. That's the Punchadome where you're... Man from Puncherland is on the field. It is homecoming, and uh, they're definitely putting on a show here for the for the home crowd in front of us. Uh, got to talk with uh, Brandon Kidd there late in the second quarter and into the halftime period. New superintendent, uh, did a lot of good things, and uh, definitely being, uh, getting himself involved uh, with the community and, and uh, the educators administration. Uh, just to re- recap. That uh, first half, uh, specifically speaking, Johnson City, uh, late, <clears throat> with just uh, eight seconds remaining in the first half, they kick a field goal. Uh, thankfully, the Punchers were able to keep them out of the end zone. But they lead this ball game, this opening district ball game, 10 to 7. Although uh, Johnson City's already defeated Harper, uh, they they played last week. They had to had to buy 
your game leaders so far, uh, both teams. Number two, McCray Jacobs. Uh, he's seven for 11 passing, 89 yards and a touchdown. Uh, rushing number 15, Tyler Wren, uh, senior tailback. He's got 11 carries, 33 yards. Nearly had a touchdown. Hunters were able to, uh, to hold him out of the end zone. He's also got four receptions, 45 yards, and a touchdown for Mason. Ivan Wofford's only one for four for 18 yards passing. Sutton Valerio back on the field. Back suited up this week. He's got five carries and 38 yards. Uh, in the first quarter, Johnson City, uh, they elected to defer the second half. They will get to receive the football. Uh, but they kicked off. Mason got stalled, had to force the punt. And uh, Johnson City took it over at their own 45, and they drive down and uh, complete a pass. Or, excuse me, they, they uh, give it to number 15 for two yards score and a touchdown. Point after by number 20 was good. And Johnson City led it 7 0. Mason gets the football back. And a uh, good uh, kick return by Ron Topper, 65 yards, gets it all the way down to Johnson City territory. Uh, at a penalty. Or excuse me, high snap, uh, but they were able uh, to punch it in with an Ivan Wofford uh, quarterback sneak to begin the second quarter, one yard. The extra point by Casey Jacoby was good, and the game was tied. Most of the second quarter was back and forth uh, until Johnson City. They yet they were able to uh, sustain a drive and got all the way down inside uh, the red zone into the punch's territory. weren't able to uh, on a big pass play. Uh, from the quarterback, McCray Jacobs, to the sophomore receiver, number three, Johnny Lewinsky, uh, who I believe is leading the, the team in receptions and yards tonight. Uh, he, he got it all the way down inside the 30. Uh, they were forced to kick a field goal in the second quarter. Mason had just, just enough time uh, to return a kickoff, 0.4 seconds, and that was the first half of the ball game. The uh, box score, Johnson City, 10 your Mason Punchers, seven. Uh, we'll uh, take another long commercial break as uh, Mason starts their homecoming activities here. And uh, listen to the TSN uh, News Report. Be back. Recap the first half. Talk about the upcoming second here on 95.3. Can you TSN Sports, I'm Peyton Russell. The Astros are one win away from the ALCS again, plus the Cowboys are all set for Sunday night in Philadelphia. Details next. Joe Biden's inflation is crushing Americans. Higher costs for gasoline. Painful prices at the grocery store. Just about everything costs us more. And just like Biden, Beto O'Rourke supports higher taxes that would crush Texans even more. What does Governor Abbott say? In Texas, we are fighting back. Cutting property taxes to help homeowners. Producing more energy to lower gas prices. And we passed a constitutional amendment to ban an income tax in Texas. This election, you have a choice. With Beto O'Rourke, it's higher taxes, higher prices, and an economy that's being crushed. With Greg Abbott, it's lower taxes, lower prices, and an economy that's booming. If you're tired of getting crushed by Biden's inflation, join us and keep Texas strong. Greg Abbott for governor. Political ad paid for by Texans for Greg Abbott. 
The Houston Astros are now one win away from reaching the American League Championship Series for the sixth straight season after a win yesterday. For more, here's TSN's Blake Hickerson. Houston starter Framber Valdez had a solid start, allowing four hits and two runs in five and two-thirds innings. And Jordan Alvarez hit a go-ahead two-run homer in the sixth as the Astros beat the Mariners 4-2 yesterday to take a 2-0 series lead in the ALDS. Major Dusty Baker on Valdez's performance. Framber was good. I mean, he started out like house fire, and then he lost the field on his breaking ball. You know, uh, that was a heck of a play that he made because Framber induces a lot of soft contact, a lot of infield, like dribblers. And uh, he just threw the ball wildly past, past um, Maldi. But, you know, Framber was good. I mean, he came out, uh, you know, locating his fastball. His fastball was almost a little too hard because he was throwing 94, 95. And usually he's 92 to 94. You know, with movement, he was good. I mean, he held us in the game until the big boy hit one out. Hector Neris would end up getting the win as he would pitch the final out of the sixth inning. Blake Hickerson, TSN Sports. Game three of the series is tomorrow afternoon in Seattle with first pitch at 3.07. Lance McCullers Jr. will start on the mound for Houston while George Kirby will start for Seattle. The Dallas Cowboys will hope for the Cooper Rush Magic for at least one more week as they will be without starting quarterback Dak Prescott for the fifth straight week. First place is on the line Sunday night in Philadelphia, but the Eagles are no easy matchup as they are still the only remaining undefeated team in the NFL this season. When scouting the Eagles, you have to make note of the way the Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts can run the ball. Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy spoke this morning about watching tape on Hurts and how he has improved from last year. Oh, I, I just think he's playing it. Playing faster, you know. I, I think you know, in the system now with three years, and, um, and you know, it's and it's and it's and it's a system built around him, which you know, I, I believe that's the way you you build offensive systems around your quarterback. So um, I think he's a great fit for for how they want to play. Um, you know, so you can see the continuity that he's building, the connection he's building with the perimeter players. But you know, just like any quarterback, you you, you know, you you got to have a you know a fundamental uh, run game to. To, to be your start point, and uh, Philadelphia has established that so far. Cowboys and Eagles kick off Sunday night at 7.20 in Philadelphia. And some college football action tonight. SMU is hosting Navy with kickoff from Dallas at 6.30, and the Roadrunners of UTSA are on the road against Florida International with kickoff at 7. Peyton Russell, TSN Sports. This is 95.3 KNEL. This is 95.3 KNEL. Boris Farm and Ranch Supply, 1807 North Bridge, features red chain feeds, carries all your livestock feed, cattle, sheep, goat, horses, chickens, and deer protein. Cattle cubes, corn, as well as hunting blinds by Atascosa and deer feeders, including Spintech varmint-proof feeders. Also concrete water troughs, rental equipment, hay in round and square bales. Get more for your money at Moore's Farm and Ranch Supply, the new store on the north side, 1807 North Bridge. This is 95.3 KNEL.
new in 2022. Have you or someone you've known been dealing with hurts, habits, or hangups? Are you looking for a place where others understand and admit that we all need a better way to live life? Heart of Texas Celebrate Recovery is a Christ-centered 12-step recovery program designed to help deal with past hurts, unhealthy habits, and hang-ups that keep us from successful living. Celebrate Recovery is not just for those dealing with addictions to drugs and alcohol. Celebrate Recovery is much more. Anger issues, insecurities, codependency, abuse, fear, anxiety, divorce. Celebrate Recovery helps us all find freedom, support, healing, peace, and new life. Heart of Texas Celebrate Recovery meets Thursdays at 6 o'clock p.m. at the Heart of Texas Event Center located at 804 San Angelo Highway. We look forward to you joining us this Thursday at 6 o'clock. What is in your future is so much better than what's in your past. The time is now to come and celebrate with us. 95.3 KNEL. Uh, so I had time period here at the Puncher Dome and uh, just wrapped up the homecoming festivities. Been up here visiting with our new superintendent, Brandon Kidd, uh, kind of about his uh, background, also what, uh, what we're doing here to start this year in Mason. The Punchers, trailing Johnson City by three. Eagles were able to get a field goal late in the second half. Uh, not a lot of uh, not a lot of scoring. No turnovers as of yet. Uh, a lot of drops, uh, snaps, especially quarterbacks out of the gun. But uh, let's re- try to recap some of those some of those first half uh, stats again. Uh, your leaders, uh, Johnson City, number two, the quarterback McCray Jacobs. He's seven of eleven passing for eighty nine yards and a touchdown. Uh, out of the end, or excuse me, I believe that touchdown they called it. Called it a pass. They've been running a kind of a speed option, and instead of the pitch, it's more of a toss, kind of a forward pushing pass. But it's just a you know underhand granny shot uh, to the tailback as he as he reads the defense. Uh, Ivan Walters one for four passing 18 yards. Suds Flario back on the field. He's got five carries for 38 yards. Frankie Bowley's got uh, the biggest reception on the day one for 18 yards, and the punchers uh, were able to get their only score of the game. Uh, early in the second quarter on a one-yard quarterback sneak from Ivan Wofford. Number of plays, Johnson's got 27 to Mason's 19. Uh, Johnson leads uh, in yardage production at, at 130 yards to Mason's 88. Uh, also time of possession, 1224. Mason has it for 11.5. Johnson has 16 runs for 41 yards. Mason's 15 runs for 70 yards. So uh, lead him in the rushing category. Again, Johnson State's totally 7-11 passing. Uh, the quarterback's definitely showing some pose uh, in the pocket, on the run. Uh, we got a sack on him, mainly because of a bobbled snap. They got a couple over his head, or, or excuse me, low on the ground. He's had to pick up and uh, not able to, to, uh, to make anything out of it. Again, they've uh, actually a rushing touchdown. They pitched the tailback. They called it a uh, passing touchdown. Uh, Mason... Uh, just punched it in with a one-yard uh, run by Ivan Walford. No turnovers from either team. Johnson's got seven first downs. Mason has six. Um, Mason's got uh, – they lead the, the uh, lead the penalty count. No yardage compiled yet. Uh, third down conversion. Johnson's two for six. Mason's two for five. 
John State's good on both uh, their fourth down. Stamps uh, two for two. Mason's 0 for two on fourth down. Here's the penalty yards. Mason has five penalties, 45 yards. John City only three for 15. Each team has punted once. John City had a great uh, punt, one for nearly 50 yards. Uh, Mason's much shorter. Uh, nearly got blocked, one for 16. Punchers are making their way to the inflatable tunnel, and they're getting ready to take take the field to begin the second half. First opening district ball game. John City's showing they're the real deal. They lead it here 10-7. Their offense uh, looks pretty, uh, I mean, seasoned, I would say. Mason's had, I think we've had a tougher uh, strength of schedule uh, to start the, the, the season, especially in the non-district. But uh, John City's shown a lot of confidence uh, as they come in here and they, they get a score in their first offensive series and a field goal to end that first half. That's exactly uh, what Mason wants to do. Uh, they're going to have to find some rhythm. If they, if they're going to have to kick off to the Eagles, start the second half. Punchers finally take the field after the homecoming festivities. Eagles are already on the kick uh, return team, already on the field. Uh, Puncher defense is going to have to come up uh, a little stronger. They're, they've been uh, giving up exactly seven points per contest. Most of the season last week against, or two weeks ago against Wall, giving up 14. And uh, that turnover uh, margin, as the uh, defense had 20 coming into the contest, they're going to have to find a way to create some turnovers and uh, regain the momentum for the offensive side. As Jacoby brings the tee out, and the punchers will be kicking from our right to left, trailing John City 10 to 7. Kobe squares it up. Back deep to receive for the Eagles. Looks like number, excuse me, number six, Walker Jackson, sophomore. Number 14, Ryan Shipley, senior returner. Receiver on the offense, and also number 15, the tailback, Tyler Lorenz, had one rushing touchdown early in the ballgame. So just waiting on the officials to uh, give, give the all the clear. And Jacoby steps back. Ball on the 40. He's aiming left. He kicked it very deep after their first score, and he does again. Fielded by number eight inside the 10. Takes it straight up the middle of the field. Looking for a lane. Breaks a few tackles. Gets it all the way out to the 30. That was number six. Walker Jackson. That's where John City will take over. Man, we've uh, we've we've had uh, a, a really uh, good conversation with uh, Superintendent uh, Brendan Kidd. And, uh, and Ernie Eckert's been schooling him a little bit on ag. And we... Uh, we're back here to get back to some second-half football. Johnson City leads this one 10-7 to as we start the uh, third quarter, and Johnson City has the football first and 10. They comes out of the pistol. They give it to Lorenz. Left side, big hole. And he plows over uh, Ryan Todd for the first down all the way out to the 40. He's going to big 12-yard gain there by, <clears throat> by the running back, and he's going to uh, pick up a fresh set of downs, like Will said. 
out to the 40-yard line where Johnson City will have first and 10. Mason Punchers, uh, uh, sorry I didn't get to listen to your stats on that deal, so I don't really know where we're at number-wise. Probably pretty balanced, I'd yeah, imagine. Yeah, pretty balanced. Uh, obviously, Johnson City edges on the points and the time of possession. Most importantly, they've converted 2-2 on fourth down. This time, Jacobs passes it left side of the flat. Bunch of secondaries there. Just a short gain on the, on the short Good pass. job by Bowley and making him switch directions. And uh, as he switched directions there, a whole host of punchers come into play uh, to make the stop. Minimal pickup there of about three yards. Second down and seven just, in, uh, just inside the 40-yard line. Noticeable uh, stats, obviously, were... Passing yards for John City, running yards for Mason. Uh-huh. I mean, but it came down to, you know, who's got the possession there late in the game. And John City gets the extra three points. Jacobs out of the gun, hands off, middle, rims, lowers his shoulder. Oh, ball is out yeah. right there. Uh, Mason Punchers get a helmet on the football. We got, says we have it. Yeah, and we'll see here as uh, they unpile them. And Mason football has, Mason has another turnover Walker on the defensive side. Good job that time by the uh, defensive line and the linebackers as they forced another turnover. Hunter Goodwin puts his helmet on the ball and puts the ball on the ground. That's exactly what, as we were starting the second half, you know, we're visiting, I was talking about, we had, there's been no turnovers in the game. Mason's going to have to force well, good you know, job. the momentum. We got one. <laughs> and, and, but statistically, that's what they've been doing. They've been yeah. finding a way. So uh, puncher, punchers have to have the opportunity to do what Johnson City did to them and take over the uh, possession battle here in the second half. Mason Punchers first and ten on Johnson City side of the fifty. We can see play out. Oh my Walker's goodness! Gonna be oh my Ball God. comes out. Thankfully, Valdez is there to fall on it. He never saw. I ain't never saw him. And he's hurt. Johnson City came clean right there and absolutely and smoked him. Black comes out. The linebacker number five. Aiden Fox, I don't believe he was on the sack, but he was definitely celebrating. Yeah, we'll see what happens here as Ivan Wofford uh, searching for air down there. He may be pulling a Jim Bob arms as uh, he just absolutely got smoked there from the blind side. Maybe calling necessary roughness there, but that was a clean sack. I mean, he hit him just right square in the back. Yeah, I don't, all came out. I don't think so. That was way after the play, so... We'll see, wait to see what the official calls here. Clouds out. Excuse me, that's Coach yeah, McLeod. They're checking on him. Quarterback's up. Button is pin strap. That's a, that is a tough sack to take. It's like whiplash. You hit in the back. So after Mason forces a turnover on, on second down and about eight, they're going to take a sack. They called a personal foul, unnecessary roughness. Like the NFL, I don't. That was a pretty clean sack. I mean, what do you? What, uh, I, I don't know. Take him out low and hurt. Him? I don't know about take that one. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure. I hit him right in the back. Not sure. I agree with that one really, but uh, nonetheless, uh, we we're gonna be in pretty good shape here yeah, after taking a sack and a penalty. It's gonna be first down for the punchers. Ball on the 40 yard line. Cody Comey split wide left. Far side is Wofford out of the gun. Gets Todd right side. Good hole. Cuts it back middle. Reverses field. Breaks another tackle. Tries to get the edge. Oh, man. Up all the way down. 
John State 25. Flag comes in. Face mask right there at the last second, but uh, Tide running all over the place there. We got an injured puncher on the far side. That's going to be Montiano, yeah, I'm pretty that, sure. Yeah, another flag on the opposite side of the field, so might have some offsetting penalties here. Ten yards apart. The play went to the right side. Todd reversed. He got a face mask on both. They're calling face mask on both. They're legal hands to the face is what he was signaling on the far side. And definitely a face mask down here on the near side. So you may be right in terms of having offsetting penalties. We got holding on the punchers. We got personal foul face mask on. Those penalties are offset. We're going to have a first down here. Replay first down back here at uh, the 42-yard line. The refs are uh, make, making up to that car. <laughs> you know, it benefited the punchers. The sack on Wofford. Anyway, thankfully. Sorry, we were shifting around here in the booth. Yeah, we, we, got four, we got four people up here. Yeah, that's good. So. Punchers will have it first and 10 from the Johnson City 41. Kind of like starting over. So, again, Mason Puncher's uh, lucky after that second and sack. Now personal foul offset. Wins left. Bully and Bishop. Wofford out of the gun. Looks right. Pumps. Looking for Comey. Oh, he was there. Down, rolls right. Throws out of bounds. Incomplete. Johnson City uh, definitely with the momentum at this point as uh, they've made some things happen here defensively. Second down and 10. Mason has the football on the 42-yard line. Nine minutes, 37 seconds left to go here in the third quarter. Your punchers still trail this one 10 to 7. Your defense feeling it. I mean, they're showing a lot of confidence. I'm too fired up after each and every stop. I'm going to tell you, Johnson City sending four people. They've gotten some pressure. Uh, I'm not so sure they don't turn up the heat. Definitely here on, th- on second down. Offered out of the gun. High formation offset left. Hot makes a good job of just not getting stuck at the line. He's only able to pick up two. Yeah, nowhere to go really on that run play as uh, Johnson City's offensive or defensive line, big old number uh, 64, really making some things happen from that tackle position. Third down and eight. Only brings in the play. You can definitely think they're going to send the house on this one. We've been pointing out from up here in the crow's nest that uh, that slant play is open if you want it. Punchers are going to take their first time out. That was a half. Still trailing Johnson State 10 to 7. We'll take a one and be back in 30 seconds. 95.3 Canyon. Checking, saving, CDs, or money market accounts? We can help. Real estate loans? We can do that. Consumer, commercial, or ag loans? We got you covered. Our number one goal is supporting our community and the people that make Mason what it is the gem of the Hill Country. At The Commercial Bank, we are in the people business. Come see us and find out that relationship banking really does still exist. The Commercial Bank, a better way to bank. Member FDIC. 95.3 KNEL. <laughs> right. The Munchers uh, take their first time out. 904 remaining in the third quarter. Facing a third down and seven. I'll be there. Been very uh, interesting here. As the punchers forced a turnover, they, they knock a fumble or force a fumble. Johnson City t- took the opening second half kickoff, and they're in Johnson City territory. Got sacked somehow. Not to say twenty yards out of it. Then Ryan Todd took it all the way down inside the twenty-five. Now we're back at the thirty-nine. Oh, oh my jumped. god! 
false start. Swapper's rolling left, looking for King on the flat. I drew flags out of all pockets on that one as it was uh, definitely a false start right there on the offense. It's going to back them up. I was just about to say, Will, that not that this is a desperation type third down, but for a momentum standpoint, if you can get this, if you could get this first down here, you could certainly quiet the other side of the field. Well, we've, we've seen Hunters make great third and fourth down conversions the last some of these tight games, except we're not making enough of them. Because we're starting for, you know, so far. Or for line. every other one that you make, you get a flag and yeah. just like that and call it. You make back. the big long ones, not the That's right. third and five. Third down and 14. Whopper's got protection in the shotgun. Looks Aguero across, left to right. Comey, wide left. They're gonna another flag. Another. That's going to be a delay of game. Hunter's going <clears> to <throat> be back in their own territory after uh, – <clears throat> Well, really getting a run down inside the, the 25. I guess it is a little more dramatic when you convert a third down in 24, but uh, certainly not uh, certainly not ideal in terms of the situation here. After a uh, false start and a delay of game, I don't understand. I, I guess I don't understand delay of game coming out of a penalty. But nonetheless, third down and 20. Offer shotgun. Two wide receivers. Good protection by Todd. Now Wofford's scrambling. Kicks it out to Todd on the right side. He makes a good cut. Nearly oh. breaks another tackle. He's only back to the original line of scrimmage. He yeah, he did down. all he could. He got half of it back, like Will said. He's going to bring up fourth down and 11. He breaks that tackle. And he, he may pick up the first down, but 8.43 left to go here in the third quarter. 10-7. to 7. Johnson City still on top. Looks like we're going to punt this one away. Yeah, one team comes in. This point. Down by three, you just got to maintain field position. So, prime example right there, after coming in, after forcing a turnover on Johnson City's first possession of this second half, you've got to go down there and make a little bit of a splash. And instead, uh, you get in your own way, step on your own toes. And fourth and 11, we're going to punt the ball away. I was going to run to his right, kick it short. And I mean, he didn't kick that ball 10 yards. Not even 20, at the 25. So he, that's, a that, fifth, that's about a 20-yard punt. I know what he was trying to do, but... Uh, yeah, but he had 20 more yards to play with. 30 more yards. First time I've seen him do that. He, ro- he, ro- he rolled to his right. Like rugby style, style. Yeah. And just didn't get his too much foot on it. Mason Butcher defense uh, facing another uh, challenge here as they trail by three here in the third quarter. They forced a turnover on Johnson City's first possession. They're moving from our left to right. Johnson City has it first and ten. Another turnover. Ball on the 29-yard line. <clears throat> Jacobs in the gun. Uh, twins right. Broken high backfield. They do this little... Oh, wow. Option to Lorenz, and he gets the first. The flag comes in late. That could be a holding there. Bowley got around his man, and we're going to see uh, here if they... I thought he was pulling on Bowley's jersey as he came around the corner there, and this could be a holding against Johnson City. I sure hope so. I think I noticed in those first half stats is they're consider they're calling that a pass, a forward pass, because it's out almost in front of you. Well, I think that all has, a, has to do with I mean, it's, it's who's taking a, the stat. It's basically an option pitch, but he's. Uh, we do have a holding on Johnson City. That's going to march them back. Uh, it's going to bring up a st- uh, first down as they take the penalty. It's going to bring up a first down in about fifteen. Eight minutes left to go here in the third quarter. Mason's already taken 
It says two timeouts, but I think they only took one. Yeah, we've only had one <clears throat> this half, I believe. Mason trails this one 10-7. Hunters get a break there on the penalty. Quarterback Jacobs being the pistol. Lorenz behind him. A three wide to the left. And quick pitch out to the right to the near side. And the punchers are there. Whoa. There was nowhere to go. We got another face mask field. call. He's going to call it. The line judge didn't call it, but the umpire's going to call it from the backside on that play as he raked his hand across the face mask. We're going to see here if this is a face mask on the punchers. They stopped them for no gain. Actually, they lost a yard on the play, but Johnson City is liable to get it back here via this call. Yeah, there was nobody out there to... Personal foul yeah. face mask on the punchers, and uh, that's going to give them an automatic first down as uh, they're going to march this one out 15 yards, so they're going to get to the line of where they needed to gain. It's going to put them right about the 36-yard line, and it's going to be first down Johnson City. Mason punchers swapping out a uh, full staff on the front end of that defensive line. Yeah, the starters come back on the front three. Jacoby's it. Excuse me, Montiano at the nose. Jacoby on the right defensive end. Good one on the left. Jacobs will be in the shotgun. Three wide again to the left on the far side. Looking that way. He's left-handed thrower. Has a man. Oh, man. Middle incomplete. In and out of hand. Man, he threaded that one. He threaded that one through there. Bowley got lucky that he was an incomplete <clears throat> as he went for the pick. And uh, it hit the receiver right in the hand. Fortunately for the punchers, it falls incomplete. Second down and 10 from the 36-yard line is where Johnson City has it. They move from our left to right. 7-14 on the clock. He's been finding that sophomore receiver, number three, Slowinski. 10 to 7, still your score. Yeah, he's found him as a hot target coming out of that slot. He gets about 30%. He's been pretty smart, that receiver has. He sits down in that zone read. They go three wide again to the left. That's where the quarterback will run. Jacoby chasing. He's just got to get rid of it incomplete. Dang, Jacoby planted him too. That quarterback's got a strong arm because with Jacoby on him, he still got it out of bounds. Well, that was. Just, I mean, he already had his hands on. That's not a unnecessary roughness. Even though Johnson <laughs> City, Johnson City's looking for the call. Obviously, yeah. Third down and ten. Ball on the same spot. Johnson City fans, they traveled well. They're, they, you can tell they, they're, uh, they got high hopes for this team. Ten to seven. Do uh, your we, score we, seven we, minutes on the clock. I think Big that's third. the most crowd we've heard across the field from us. Uh, yeah, for game. sure. Big third down here for the punchers. Take it. The gun, play action, rolls left. Bowley's got him. He shucks the sack and then. Oh, ball's out. Ball comes in, finishes the ball. Ball comes out, but I think the quarterback fell on it somehow. Or just, we just uh, ended up under it. Fourth down. Yeah. We had three guys around the ball, but the ball just rolled under the quarterback. The quarterback did a good job of getting on it because he took yeah. a shot. Yeah, Bowley had him early. He stepped up, tried to fire a pass, and Mo came in from the backside. I bet those Johnson City fans are <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Johnson City here uh, going to punt this one back at their own 15-yard line. Uh, back to return for the punt. Punchers. Surely they've learned not to kick it to him. Oh, my goodness. Goodwin nearly got it. That was a heck of a punt, though. Quarterback got a 47-yarder in the first half. Todd catches it at the 30. Takes around the right side. Has a wall. Black comes in behind him. He's tackled out of bounds. All the way to the fence on the Johnson City side. Two flags back where he made the cut. 
Get the bet up and return there, but uh, that's going to negate a big run there from from Todd as Mason's going to get caught with another holding penalty. What were they chanting? Over you there? can do it. Holding on the punchers. It's going to move them back. So right here is an opportunity to put a drive together to kind of calm things back down, just like I talked about before the game. And we're getting out of yeah. what we do as a football team, and we're getting into this desperation, run around, try to make things happen. It's going to push oh, the punchers God. all the way back to the 30-yard line where they'll have uh, their second possession, well, really their third possession, of this second half. They'll 6-13 on the clock. They still trail this one 10-7. to Punchers go back to a tight formation. And Wofford under center. Take a snap under center. Toss sweep right side. Larry will cut it up. Has a hole. Lowers the shoulder. He's got the first down across the 40. See the 42. It's going to move to 6. No flags on the play. So that's a 12-yard pickup for Sutton Solario around the far side. That's going to push him across the 40 to the 41-yard line where it'll be first and 10. Punchers are moving from our right to left. Six minutes left to go here in the third quarter. The punchers have already used one timeout, so we'll see if that comes into play here late in this ball game. Double wide coming to the left. We're right to the right. The backfield. They're going to hand off the left side to Solario. Hit initially, breaks the tackle, but now he's swarmed. Good push by the offensive line, but he's going to only get four progress of maybe three. Yeah, they're not going to give him the extra two yards falling down, and that's going to push him out to the 45, 44-yard line. We're going to bring up second down and six. HC Bishop not carrying the football in those situations. Good to see Valerio back. Has he shown he's the leading rusher for the Buncher's so far tonight? Yeah, for sure. Mainly because Todd, Todd's got the penalty yard working against him. But I like Bishop's, uh, Bishop's elusiveness, yeah. and I'd get him in there and let him see something oh, a little different. He averaged 20 yards a game the last three games. Touching it half the time. I mean, yeah. it's just. Oh, oh Robert drops the snap. Looks like John City fell on it. Crowd says they have it. Officials say they have it. Right there, Wofford. Wofford turned his head as he was trying to take that snap, and the ball went right to the right of him. Uh, it's the little things, man. It's the little things that you got to do. You got to secure that football. And Johnson City with great field position here, up three as they had take over on the Mason Puncher 44-yard yeah, line. Just gave the momentum right back to the Eagles in Puncher territory. Defense going to have to step up again and, and keep him in this ball game. As Jacob goes back in the pistol, he'll have offset eye to his right. Three receivers. Renz gets a carry. Finds a seam. Man, Hunter Goodwin, did you see him split? He split a, a double block situation, snuck down the line, and rides him down, Otherwise, and, he he only gains, up, and he only gains two yards. He would have picked up five easily. Yeah, there was a big hole on that far side. Hunter Goodwin playing lights out on that play as uh, he only allows him to pick up two yards. Second down and eight for Johnson City on the Mason Puncher. Yeah, 43-yard line. Looks like a Hunter Goodwin back there next to the quarterback, Jacobs. Showing a pretty good composure as he takes a quick three-step drop. Has to roll left. Can't find a receiver. Now he does. Picked off by Frankie Foley on the right side. Tries to return it. Frankie Foley just baited him right there as he just sat down there on the line and waited for him to throw that football across. Frankie Foley with his second interception of – third interception 
of the season. And uh, Frankie Bowley sets the Mason punchers up with a first and 10 from their own 40-yard line. Credit to the pressure because the quarterback, it was, it was a quick. It was going to be a quick throw to the left side. I think it was Casey Jacoby maybe got back there and started stringing him out, and he tried to force it. So throwing it out of bounds. Punchers get their second turnover of the half in the game. They're averaging three per contest coming this season, and I think that's this is one of the best turnover forcing teams we've had. Oh, absolutely. Mason Punchers need to make something happen here as they get the ball back on their own 40-yard line. Green T, Walford under center, full back. Toss, Matthew King, right side, has the first across midfield down to the 45. He's upended, but holds on to the football. Johnson City fans, they're really into this game. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Mason Punchers right there, taking along the far side. Matthew King with one of his biggest runs of the season. And that, that uh, arsenal of running backs gets us down and went oh, to the Johnson City 46-yard 40, line. Oh, the fullback toss. Just a smash play. Another tie formation going back to what we do best. Run the football. Walker down center. Oh, he fumbles the snap again. Thankfully, this time he fell on it. Forward. Yeah, we're Walford, having, uh, Walford has, every time I, I've been watching this transition between center and quarterback, and every time that we've bobbled the snap, we are turning our heads, and we're not, we're not, we're moving before we're the, not yeah. thinking about receiving the football. Does that make that, sense? Yeah. And so, we're, if we're Think not about the direction he's going, just like dropping a pass, and you're correct. He's already ahead. anticipating his move and yeah. not staying down and under center, and uh, it's cost them two snaps. Luckily, they get this one back. They actually gained a yard. Second down and nine. They go back. Oh, my goodness. Toss sweep left side. This time the Todd makes a great cut, bounces it out, breaks the tackle, and drug down from behind. Puncher 30, right down there, the first down mark at the 36. 36-yard line gets us the line again. We're just going to be a first down for the punchers as uh, they're going to have the football on the 34-yard line. First down and 10. 250 remaining in the third. Puncher still trailing Johnson City in the seven. They are in uh, Eagle territory. They're the first set of downs. Better break out the arsenal here as uh, you're going to play four quarters. Keep running it. Back in the wing tee. Comey split wide or to the left on the near side. Off sweep. Valerio cuts it up. Dragon tacklers. Break tackles into the secondary. He's got the first down of the JC20. Valerio there. Fresh set of legs to coming in here to his first uh, district game and uh, on varsity, and he pounds that one down to the 20-yard line. First and 10 for your punchers. Don't get out of character now as uh, you're picking up big chunks of yardage. Larry Shumway has moved up, and what he's been doing for years, junior high and JV level, just running downhill. Not a, not a lot of juke moves and shittiness we see out of Todd, but uh, very had a little, strong. He had a little hip injury coming out of that uh, – Landon deal. Only wide right. I'll shoot Todd right side. He cuts it back. Reverse the shield. He's going to score. He's gone. One man to beat Touchdown. Touchdown, punchers. We no got flags, but we have a down player, Casey Jacoby. Yeah. He's on his back, back at the line of scrimmage. But uh, great job of Todd cutting it up the field and then back across. Outrun the defense for his first touchdown of the evening. Kobe's back up on his feet. Obviously, we're going to have to figure out who's going to kick this yeah. field goal. It'll be Bishop, I believe. Uh, judging by the pregame. 
And Wofford's uh, been the holder. Or Bowley, either one. Oh, no. Kobe's got his shoe on. He's going to kick this one. Looks like it might have been a cramp or a twisted ankle or something. They're going to say he's DQ. So uh, he's DQ for the play uh, because he was injured. Bishop so, could do it. I mean, I've seen him. Yeah. Bishop's got a good got a good kick. A more uh, soccer style. But he was he was smoking them through the the zone uh, the other day of practice. So Robert to hold Bishop's kick. Try to take a four point lead here. Good snap, good hold. Ooh, is that a fake? Yep. Well, he's got it. Because it's the keys. Hot in there. Two points. Two point is good. Nice. Two point call there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, really good play right I there. Know, I don't know if we needed it, but. Just deked them out right there. That's a momentum grabber, yeah. too. Uh, and it's not a bad place to not a bad place to make that call as uh, now you've separated yourself. They have to score a touchdown. Minute 40 left to go here in the third quarter. 15 to 10 is your score. Let's pause 10 seconds for station ID. Serving Brady, Mason, Menard, and all of the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country. This is 95.3 FM. K-N-E-L-F-M. Brady. So the minute 40 left in the third quarter. The Munchers retake the lead and convert for two. They score 15 to 10. And they'll be kicking off again from our right to the left. That time, uh, Kobe had to come out. He was injured on that touchdown run by Todd. Uh, Ref sent him off the field. Bishop, Bishop came in. Looks like he's going to kick. They run the fake. Bowley gets the, the toss and uh, makes a great throw as he's being tackled. Turned to his right side and finds King at the goal line. And again, he punches lead at 15-10. Minute 40 left in the third quarter. Ivan Walford out to kick. <laughs> we got all kinds of kicks. Yeah. Walford's going to... He had us on this kickoff team. Bishop's going to be out here on the left side, on the sideline. You want to get the crowd fired up. As Wofford takes a few steps, kicks it straight down the middle, over the hands of number three, picked up by the deep man at the 25. He runs left side, gets tackled all the way out to the 35, where John City will take over. Trailing now, trailing for the first time this ball game. Yeah, trailing 15 to 10, minute 34, like you said, and uh, 35 yard line is where Johnson City will have this one with a minute 34 left to go here in the third quarter. So uh, don't go anywhere. Don't don't turn the volume down as uh, we uh, have an exciting one here in the Puncher Dome. Yeah, setting up for a great, a great classic. Is uh, that place close? Not in the most recent history, but. Back in the mid 2010, pretty pretty lively bunches. They go back to Lorenz on the ground, left side. He gets a big chunk of yards, maybe seven. I tell you what, uh, we're going to have to start cutting some legs at the line of scrimmage because uh, number 15 is going to wear us out if we don't. Uh, he's a big, tall guy, and like you said, he falls for an extra three. Let's thank our sponsors real quick. While Johnson City's making a decision, Dan Gandy Touchdown Real Estate, uh, Morris Farm and Ranch, Hill Country Collision Repair. Mason Building and Supply, Laneburg Realty, The Commercial Bank, Heart of Texas Ford, Nine Bar Landing Cattle, Willow Creek Cafe, and Mason Bank. Second four for the Eagles. Jacob hands off back to now the same side. This time he's stuffed at the line of scrimmage, and the punchers put all 11 hats on ball carrier. 
He's still going to gain about three yards on the play. Brings up third down and about that same many. With 42 ticks left to go here in the third quarter, Johnson City facing a third down and four. They trail this one, or Mason Butchers lead this one 15 to 10. Tell me what kind of safeties you have as uh, Ivan Wofford's the one that gets up off the ground last under the pile on that short run run play. This time they spread it out three receivers to the left, and the leading receiver split wide right. They run speed option. The quarterback keeps it reversing. Still good job. Frankie Foley staying home and uh, just securing the legs there. Gain one yard on the play. Brings up fourth down and two. Be interesting to see if Johnson City risks this here. This close to uh, the 45-yard line. They're going to take it to the fourth quarter for sure. Yeah, in the uh, third period. They, uh, Mason Punchers lead this one 15-10. to 10. Let's pause 60 seconds. We'll be right back here with more with the fourth quarter from the Puncher Dome on 95.3 KNEM. It's a great time to make those changes in your home that make a big impression. Just go to Mason Building Supply and Rental. They have hundreds of samples and catalogs in their showroom. I picked the perfect Valspar medallion paint colors for the walls. And our wood fence got some attention, too, with a beautiful new stain from Cabot. Mason Building Supply and Rental. 254 Moody Street in Mason. They have everything you need to make your home the talk of the town. If you would like to hear a rebroadcast of high school sports aired on KNEL AM and FM, visit KNELradio.com homepage and find the listing of KNEL podcast. Click on the KNEL Sports Podcast and you can enjoy listening or downloading your favorite sporting events. KNEL, serving the heart of Texas and the Northwest Hill Country with your sports podcast. KNEL Sports Podcast, making a difference in your life. This is 95.3 KNEL. All right, and it is uh, four fingers up as we... Head into the fourth quarter here at the Puncher Dome. Switch into the field. Nothing like starting off an exciting fourth quarter yeah, with Johnson City going for it. Fourth and two. The ball is on about the 43-yard line of Johnson City. So if that Mason can stop them, they'll have excellent field position. They can sell the gun. Play action. Rolls right. Now he's oh, they're all over Pressure. Him. He just tries to get rid oh. of it. Throws it incomplete towards the lineman. You know, the, the running back was there. They, they were trying to throw that ball, but good pressure. That time by the puncher defense, Goodwin and Bowley. Yeah, those are two I probably don't want running at me. It's great because you got Goodwin coming from one side, Bowley from the other. That's exactly what happened. Mason punchers, big four down stop there. Johnson City looked pretty disorganized, uh, but it's that Mason punchers uh, advantage as they're going to have first down and 10 on the Johnson City 43-yard line. Ernie Eckert said, old school football, just go for the throat right here. Yeah, they need, to, they need to keep it on the ground here and just just keep playing for blood right here on this one because uh, this defense start putting their hands on their hips. Yeah, put put a two-score separation Wink on this ball game. Wing T backfield, good one at Winger H-back. Larry and King, give it on a toss sweep, smash play, Larry O. And he gets a good first down carry all the way out to the mark. That's going to be a first down. 11-yard gain on the play. Smash mouth football. Slayo, uh, a good feeling as uh, Bishop has the cast on the hand this week. Still playing on the defensive side. Ron Todd got the last touchdown run before we uh, 
change sides of the field in the, in the fourth quarter. And Todd back in there. Excuse me. King and Flair is still in the backfield. Along with Goodman. Two tight ends. So right back to Flario. I still play right side. Hit at the line of scrimmage trip. <laughs> Man, number five came in from the linebacking core and dove between the legs of an offensive lineman and made that shoestring tackle. Larry only picks up two yards on the play, takes it down to uh, about the uh, 31-yard line, where it'll be second down and eight. Yeah, Hayden Fox, their leading tackler and inside linebacker. Big old kid. He's nice playing nose guard, practically. They got seven on the line of scrimmage. They go off the match. Oh. King left side. He's tackled before he can get upfield. King just didn't have that extra burst to get around the corner there. Couldn't beat the linebacker to the spot. And uh, it's going to bring up a third down and seven. Ball sitting directly on the uh, 30-yard line. They're giving Todd a pretty good rest here. He hasn't been in on the series yet. He came up hobbling over here with a little bit of a leg, something or another. But uh got two water bottles in his hand. He'll be back on the field. Third down and eight. Ten minutes remaining in the ball game. Punchers lead at 15 to 10. Taking the wing key, two tight ends. Play action, bootleg left side. Wofford has a man. Clancy Oliver on the left sideline. Inside the 10, they're going to call him out of bounds at about the 14. Man, they had uh, Hunter Goodwin was wide open, wide open at the 5-10 yard line. Nonetheless, Clancy Osborne, good catch. catch. Good catch, good run. First down and 10, ball on the 14-yard line. Mason Punchers in full control of this ball game with 9.55 left to go here in the fourth quarter. They lead it 15 to 10. It's hard for a quarterback to see when your second level is already that wide open as well. Sure. <laughs> we do find an Auburn. We can see. Pullback toss right side. This time, Sutton's wrapped up in the backfield. Does a great job. Man, number 14 heading dead to the world right back out there in the, in the backfield. Yeah. Solario did a good job of fighting back. Uh, should have been a, what, about a six-yard loss. Solario fights it, yeah, and keeps it to a one-yard loss. Second down and 11, ball on the 15. 9.30 remaining in the ball game. Hunters, uh, they're into the John City red zone territory, leading 15 to 10. Go off tackle right side. Solario waits for his block. Breaks the tackle, stays on his feet, he's into the end zone, touchdown, punchers. Good job, good blocking, and just uh, gassed that Johnson City defense in the back back there. Got a good seal block from Clancy Osborne on the inside. And so, you think so? So, uh, Ernie Eckers says go for two. Don't leave it 21 to 10. Oh, it's now a two-score ball game. <laughs> go ahead and uh, go with the uh, highest probability here, and they're going to go for two. Wofford. That was, good good call. that was a good call, Ernie. Wins left. Todd back alongside Wofford. He rolls left. Now he reverses right, being chased, using the referee for a blocker. Throws to the corner to Comey. Jumps on it. Comes down with it. Two point is good. Touches Nally 23 10. That was just a. <laughs> Everybody's kind of in disbelief. He just kind of went, went up and caught it. Traffic. 
Yeah. Three guys around him. He comes down with the football. So another two-point conversion made here with 9.13 left to go in the fourth quarter. Your punchers have scored 14 or eight, uh, 16 unanswered points to go up 23-10 to 10 against Johnson City with 9.13 left. Let's pause 10 seconds for station ID. Serving Brady, Mason, Menard, and all of the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country, this is 95.3 FM, KNELFM, Brady. 9-13 remaining in the ballgame. Puncher score on a 10-yard run by Seth Salario. And uh, I would like to go for the extra, <coughs> the extra point kick. Wofford... Uh, <laughs> Does some scrambling, throws it up, jump ball to Brody Comey, comes down with uh, it. Punches now lead at 23 10. Guess broadcast or any accurate called that one. Yeah, no doubt. So, I have to get, get back you, up here. Yeah, have to get Ernie back up here in two weeks for our last home game. So, he, maybe. He's got to go to. Oh, we got to go, 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 go to Harper. I mean, he can get Oh, you can come to Harper. So, no, you won't, because you'll be on the greatest, greatest show, big show on turf. Yes, sir. Jacoby yeah, back in, to kick off. No, he, yeah. He want to kick the extra point there. Is he high, deep kick? He filled it at the ten by Ryan Shipley. He takes it around to the right side, man. Kick team is there, about five, six of them, going nowhere past the twenty. Yeah. Hunters have the momentum. Yeah. And uh 9:07 left. I think Johnson City is starting to feel the starting to feel the contact that the punchers have put on them here uh, in the last uh 10 minutes of this football game as uh that was a pretty weak return. Uh not really not really wanting to kind of get after it here, but uh, Mason Punchers on defense now with 9:07 left to go in this ball game up 23 to 10 after 16 unanswered points. By the punchers, Johnson City, first and ten from their own twenty. I think they're going to start throwing the deep ball here. Oh yeah. Again. Oh. oh, big hole. Keep it on the ground to Lorenz, left side. If you he got, got nearly a first on the first and ten. Yes. I mean, if you can gain nine yeah. yards of carry, why not just keep running it? So uh, nine yard pickup right there for Johnson City. These running backs don't run just real, real hard. But big hole right there, and uh, second down and one. 45 left on the clock here this fourth quarter. Johnson City, uh, second and one. Taking from the pistol. Twins left. Play action. Straight drop back. Going across the middle. Has a man number 10. Oh, play. my goodness. That's he a 45. He's going to outrun Ivan Walker to the end zone. Touchdown, Eagles. No flag. That's a clean play. That was a heck of a throw. A heck of a throw for a high school quarterback to put that one on the hash on a crossing receiver. He gets behind the safety, and uh, there's just nobody else to catch him at that point. And that, was, uh, uh, that sophomore receiver just outrun everybody. That was Josh McKinnis. He was actually their leading receiver coming in. And on the scouting report, he was their speed, you know, speed guy. Yeah. First first pass he got to him all night takes it. How many yards? That was about a 60 yards. No, that was eight, uh, from line of scrimmage. That was uh, about an 80-yard run. 80-yard pass. 20. Sophomore kicker. He 
puts it through. Yeah, that was a heck of a kick right there. Oh, and, yeah, just a just an awesome pass by the quarterback across the middle. No way to defend that one. Everybody was where they didn't need to be. 8.22 left to go here in this one. 23-17. Johnson City closes it to a one-score ball game, and uh, Mason Punchers need to answer that pretty quick and, and burn some time with their offense. Both That's teams uh, giving up the most points ever on the season. So uh, let's uh, pause 10 seconds for station ID. Serving Brady, Mason, Menard, and all of the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country, this is 95.3 FM, KNELFM, Brady. 8.24 left in the game on a second down and short. Quarterback McCray Jacobs hits number 10, Josh McKinnis, on a post route across the middle. And McKinnis is behind the safety secondary, takes it. I think you got to hope. Yards. I think you got to hope Johnson City gets cued here. Maybe seventy yards on that play. He threw it from the. Yeah. And they kicked the onside. Good that's exactly. On it. That's yeah. exactly what I was talking about. Uh, you hoped Johnson City got cute right there and thought that they were the bigger dog in this and tried to kick that onside kick. Yeah, they got a kicker to put it to the end zone. I guarantee. And you. so, right there. Disadvantage Johnson City going into this drive. Mason Punchers have it on the 48-yard line with 8.21 left to go. There's two thoughts to that, though, is if Mason goes down, you give them a shorter field, they don't eat as much time up off the clock with their running game. But, uh, you know, if you're Johnson City, you put yourself in a tight spot right here, giving the Mason Punchers the football on the 48-yard line. First 10 Punchers. Ball for under center. Two wide receivers. Give it to Todd, right side, picking his way. Finds a oh, ball out. Comes out. He may have been down. My goodness, no whistle. They're going to call him down. Ball came out on the uh, Johnson City 45. <laughs> Man, there was no whistle. So, uh, you know, it was still up in the air on what they were going to do. Five-yard pickup on the play or six-yard pickup. Johnson City crowd not happy. 45-yard line of Johnson City is where this ball is spotted. It'll be uh, second down and four. Yes, on instant replay, you would have seen that ball come out as Todd was rolling over a defender. Yeah, that was close. Twins right to the near side. Walford looks behind him, checks. Larry Owen King in the back, so they toss it to King. Smash play right side, makes a good bounce. Lowers the shoulder, runs over a defender. He gets the first all the way down to Johnson State 35. First down punchers. Good run there by Matthew King. Yeah, good run there by Matthew King. Taking some shots down there late. I'm not so sure we didn't get away with a couple of calls there uh, to spring him. Uh, but uh, Mason Punchers, nonetheless, has the ball down at the 32-yard line where the fresh set it down. 7.17 left to go here in this ball game. All you can hope is the clock ticks a little faster and you maintain possession. You're up 23-17. He said, Bowie, the wing back. Tommy split wide right. They go back. Sudden scenario toss right side. Cuts up the field. Gets a few. Brought down. That's about a five yard pickup there. Scenario's been averaging about five to six yards to carry. I mean, uh, keep pounding number 22 yeah. as he's a fresh set of legs out there. And, uh, you know, kind of getting back to that original duo of what they had predicted on the season. I'd like to see him trickle in Bishop just a little bit if it's me. Uh, I think that young man's earned his time. But uh, 
Nonetheless, right. second down and four, 23-17. Nail your score, 6.30 on the clock. Mason Punchers have the football. Todd comes in and Slayer goes back to fullback. That's very versatile there. They go Todd, left side. Good hole up the middle. It gets upended, but it picks up the first inside the 20. There's the change. First down, Punchers. Big hole that time. The tackle did a really good job of getting upfield and making a block. And uh, it's going to take it inside the 20 to the 18-yard line. First down and 10 for the punchers. This defense is starting to look a little gassed. Punchers keep it on the ground. Six minutes remaining in the ballgame. Punchers lead at 23-17. A one-score ballgame. Go back to Valerio. Toss right. All on blockers. Bounces it. And uh, a good job by the corner there. Coming up as players looking... He's going to score inside the 10. Yeah, real close there on the of breaking that one loose all the way into the diamond painted infield or end zone, excuse me. 10 yard line is where the ball will be spotted. Second down and two. 5.30 left to go here in this ball game. Punchers lead it by six, 23 17. Now the offense to slow it down here at this play call. Bowie brings it in. Can't slow it down too much. Had two delay a game so so far in this game. Seven ticks left to go. Tommy Wider to the left. They toss it to Valerio. Left side cuts up. Following two blockers. Into the end zone. Touchdown, Butchers. Great blocking. Yeah, really good job of being patient on that run and letting those, letting that lane develop. And let your quarterback lead you in the end zone. Good job, Walker. Uh, really good job of blocking that time. Catching that cornerback from coming in there and disrupting that play. Touchdown punchers. Barring this, I guess we're going for two. Jacoby's leg must just not, must not, uh... They kicked, they kicked off, uh, earlier. I don't know what... I guess they're just electing to keep, uh, keep it a two-score game. High formation behind Walford. King the fullback, Todd the tailback. Go ice play, Todd. Right side into the end zone. Touchdown on his feet. Two point. We got a flag. Conversion is good. There's a flag on the play. You want to say touchdown on a two point? No, it's a. I guess it still is a touchdown. It's just a two point touchdown. Correct. And it's going to be holding. Looks like holding on the punchers. Yep. We're going to read or. All right, so I get to kick the extra point here, but Kobe's, he was there blocking. Now he's taking the shoe off. Got three kickers. It's hard to know who's going <laughs> to. Yeah. Wofford kicks the squid down the middle. See, this, is where, looks like this, is, where the, this is where the play clock should already be running. Five minutes left now in the ballgame. Right. just trying to tack on an extra point kick after the penalty. It's going to be about a 20-yarder here for Jacoby. 25 yards. Plenty of leg. Split it. Oh, oh whoa! Didn't see that one going right. It looked uh, good from here. I didn't <laughs> see. I didn't see the yellow go away from where I was standing. Didn't look like he... Push that one right, but no kick is no good. Punch is 29-17, so. They're still up 12. Yeah, they're... So, five minutes left to go in still this up. one, still up 12. But 
Johnson City on their last possession, they scored quickly. They scored yeah. really quickly uh, on about a 70-yard play. Let's thank our sponsors of this year's broadcast. Uh, we don't do it enough, and certainly when things get tight, uh, we certainly appreciate their support and uh, sponsoring us to be able to bring this broadcast to the greater Hill Country area. Mason Bank, Willow Creek Cafe, Nine Bar Landing Cattle, Heart of Texas Ford, the Commercial Bank, Laneburg Realty, Mason Building and Supply, Hill Country Collision Repair, Moore Farm and Ranch, and Dan Gandy Touchdown Real Estate. Hunter's kicking off again from our left to right. Toby's going to fill the duty. Five minutes remaining in the ballgame. Hunter's lead, Johnson City 29-17. Johnson City scored two plays in the last series. On a big uh, pass over the middle, I assume we're going to play a little, a little more zone defense in the secondary. Kobe, high, shorter kick, landed the 20, put it off the bounce. Number six, he looks like Ooh. hobbled. A lot of speed there on that return, but they get it out across the 25 to the 26. Sure, that kid's back there returning kick. He barely runs back to the sideline. So defense here, got to step up. Uh, they're obviously going to put this ball in the air. You can't get beat. Uh, can't let anybody behind you if you're one of those safeties out there for sure. Yeah, yeah. Walker got beat on that last one. He didn't get beat. He just, oh, he just, let, let, the him, get, he just yeah. let the guy behind him. So uh, Johnson City, first and ten. Yeah, here we go again. Twins left. 26-yard line. Number ten, the slot receiver to the left. XB Pistol, big hole right side. Lorenz takes it up, picks up six. Good run just off the short side there, and uh, big hole. Foley's able to bring him down on the far side. Like Will said, gain of about six or seven on the play. Oh, a little more after the roll. It's going to bring up second down and three. Four and a half minutes remaining. We'll just have a two-score edge in this one. It's time to try to... Take that shot over the middle. Jacobs, he's going to be – he's not going to get sacked. He gets forward to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, he's going to gain about a yard. Goodwin and Montiano bring him down from behind. Man, he had a he had a guy open. Thank goodness the pressure came from the backside as uh, Ernie was pointing at him. <laughs> I saw him too. I thought he was fixing a fire right over here. I don't know why our safety was – our safety was across the line of scrimmage uh, coming up in support, but uh, the, let him behind him. Three wide to the right, and another sack by Casey Jacoby leads the team this season. That'll be his 14th of the Yeah, fourth down. They're going to lose a yard on that play. It's going to bring a fourth down in five or four. Johnson City, Johnson City looks like they're fixing to go for it here with 3.39 left to go. They're going to call a timeout. They're going to have to. I mean, We're going to take one with him. Let's, we'll be right back here in 60 seconds. You're listening to Mason Putcher Football on Caney on 95.3. Well, Chase, you're a married man now with a baby. Yep, and I'm hard-working. This isn't the right coffee. Okay. This is Angela at Willow Creek Cafe. And Chase at Willow Creek Club. Letting everyone know Willow Creek Cafe has new hours and still serves the best home cooking. 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. Sunday and Monday, and 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. Tuesday through Saturday. And the club is still open Monday through Sunday from 5 to midnight. Chase and I are cooking up your favorites. And check the daily lunch specials out on our Facebook page. Hard-working. 
Hours of practice, dedication, and working together make all the difference come game night. And Mason Bank is a proud supporter of our area youth. Whether participating in athletics, band, academic competitions, we know they're learning skills that will help them succeed throughout their lives. At Mason Bank, we believe it's those same skills that make us a better bank. Dedication to our community and helping families succeed in their financial planning. Mason Bank. Proud supporters of the Mason Punchers and the Mason Cowgirls. Mason Bank, member FDIC. 95.3 KNEL. So, 3.37 remaining in this ball game. Punchers lead it 29-17 over Johnson City. Eagles are facing fourth and four. Trying to stay in this ball game. Jacobs being the shotgun. Trips to the right. He looks, fakes, pulls it down. He's going to keep it on the ground. Makes a move. Volley. Great open field tackle, but it's going to be a first down Eagles. No flags on the play as uh, they fake it right there, and uh, they get it. So Johnson City still uh, still has an opportunity here. But Mason defense is going to have to uh, get after it. Johnson City is going to start playing a little more hurry up with 315 on the clock, down two scores. Twins left to the near side. Quarterback has to pick it up off the ground. Oh, probably right through Landon Jones. Catches it, underthrown, and the ball goes over. Third turnover. I mean, just absolutely. Hunter Goodwin, once again, in the face, in the face of the quarterback, forces him to make a bad decision. And Landon Jinch on the receiving end of that duck out there that uh, was a bad throw. Trying to listen to that. Ernie, thank you, sir. Watchers uh, stay on par with their uh, turnovers per game. 3.06 remaining. They take over their own 47-yard line. Each snap, though, it's awful concerning. We've dropped two. High formation. Head off right side. <laughs> Flario, he was bobbling off the handoff exchange. Old Don picks up five. I was taking my headphones off to listen. Every time they get a turnover, they play the, the Rocky theme song. Oh, yeah. And that was kind of the plan from week one, even though the band didn't get it together for about week three. Well. Anyway, just a fun for the players when they, you know. Yeah. They're supposed to be humming that. Oh. But it's led to 23 turnovers on the season. Halfway through. Wins right. Tommy Aguero. Todd King in the back up. Off the King, smash play right side, has the edge, takes a shot, gives one himself, and he gets the first all the way down to the Johnson City 40. Number 12 delivered a lick there as uh, he was just able to absorb that. But, uh, man, Hunter's going to have a first down here. Two minutes left to go here in this ball game, And that, that 16 unanswered points was huge was crucial. John said he had the momentum early in the second half, so leading 10-7. to seven. Yeah, it was a good way to come back and fight and, and uh, potentially get a victory here. 4.40 on the clock, or 1.40, uh, excuse me. Oh, oh no. Johnson City's got the football. We just saw that bad <coughs> exchange to Solario earlier. This time they were going to Todd left side, and the ball was put on his hip. 
And it came out between the quarterback and the runner. Dante falls on it, boys. He's got he's got to stay committed with his touches of the ball, whether he's receiving it from the center or putting it in the belly of a running back. Every time he's turning his head and he's anticipating his next move, and the transitions are just not there. You know how struggle that is. He played the quarterback position. He's kind of going off muscle memory a little. You know, you just assume. Sure. Like in practice, but you have to, so, you know. But that's not thought he just handed ball. the ball to. You know what I mean? Ball goes over. John City still trailing by 12. Jacob takes a snap out of the gun, rolls to his right. Good one is there to put pressure. Goes the check route to the running back. He picks up maybe three out to the, they're on 45. Okay, Hunter Goodwin just put the pressure on the quarterback. The quarterback threw the ball to a, to a running back in the flat, and Hunter Goodwin makes the tackle. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, that's a motor. That's why we call them stickers. That's right. You can't – You can't. Uh, I was just surprised he wasn't leading the defense. Jacoby's actually the leading uh, solo tackler, tackle for loss, and sacks. He just got to know. Well, I, I, that's because they're not going it. that 24's way. Yeah. It could be a little bit of that. <laughs> Get you a little bit of that. That's why Bowley's coming up. He's like the third or fourth leading. They're running away from Goodwin into Bowley. He's great, one of the best open field tacklers at yeah. that level. And a great, uh, great force fumbler. So Johnson City takes a time out there as uh, we just kind of talked right on through that one. Minute 28 on the clock, 28 or 29, excuse me, 17 is your score. Johnson City has a second down and four situation from their own 45-yard line. Midfield, we see them scoring quick. Pass to number 10 earlier. They straight drop back there for the quarterback. He tried to hit that post route again. Good one hits him. He bounces off as Fredo Valdez comes in along with Jacoby. Finish him off. Credit all three of those guys with a sack. <laughs> so that's what you call a, uh, a three-man rush. And all three of them touched him. Yeah, good one hit him initially. Quarterback stayed on his feet, and then he was sandwiched. Under a minute left to go in this one. Johnson City facing a third down and ninth or fifteen situation. All that a coverage sack too, but you know the secondary. Yeah, for sure. Wofford comes up on number ten, the slot, jailbreak screen, left side, in and out of the hands of the sophomore receiver who hurt us earlier in the game. Johnson City could not make the completion there. Fourth down and 15. Your ball game relies on this play. And looks to me like uh, Mason Punchers or Johnson City is going to take their last time out. 43 ticks left. Let's take one with them. We'll be right back here in 60 seconds to finish this one up. Mason Puncher football, 95.3 KNEO. You can pick any bank, so pick a bank that's deeply involved in your community. From sports and FFA to 4-H to just about anything with Mason Youth, we're on the team. From CASA to Habitat, from the Mason Volunteer Fire Department to our senior programs, we're invested. From checking to savings to CDs to real estate commercial or consumer loans for your business, we're committed. Stop by today to experience banking at its finest. The Commercial Bank, a better way to bank. Member FDIC. Johnny and Leanne Fleming and all the folks from Hill Country Collision Repair are excited about being a part of another great year for the Mason Punchers and Cowgirls, and we wish them the best of luck throughout the season.
At Hill Country Collision Repair, we appreciate your business. We're located at 301 North Live Oak. Or give us a call at 347-5767 for free estimates on domestic or foreign auto repairs. Hill Country Collision Repair. This is 95.3 KNEL. Now we're back. 43 seconds remaining in the ballgame. Johnson City, 4th and 15, desperation play. Jacobs takes the snap, goes across the middle, intercepted by the Wofford. That's his fourth on the season. And the punchers are going to clinch this one. As, uh, both, I believe Wofford and Todd have four apiece. Both from the safety spot. That time they're looking for number 10 again, across the middle, and this time Wofford kept in front of him and undercut that throw. You know, there's great potential to have to see this Johnson City team again uh, in the playoffs, and uh, certainly a close close ball game for three quarters. Yeah, yeah the punchers uh, got the breaks late in this ball game and uh, forced more turnovers. Finally got it together on offense, sticking to the ground game. Finally go to victory formation. Wofford's going to put a knee down. <laughs> Sorry. I couldn't help but laugh on that one. As, uh, that's going to that's yeah. gonna do it here. That's all they got to do to steal this victory. 29-17. to Homecoming. Comeback victory over a 6-1 Johnson City team. It looked pretty good, like you said, for three quarters. Looks like a two-minute commercial break. Come back, uh, recap the stats, and the box score. Back in two minutes here on 95.3 KNL. Laneburg Realty is a proud sponsor of Mason Puncher and Cowgirl Athletics, Band, Cheer, Academic, and Youth Organizations. We have over 45 years as an established, highly experienced team to help you sell or buy real estate. Ranches, homes, farms, commercial, weekend, and investment properties. Whether you're in the market or just need an honest opinion, call us at 325-347-5360 or online at LaneburgRealty.com. Laneburg Realty. Choice of the Hill Country. Mason Building Supply and Rental is a place to go for everything that you need. Visit our 8,000 square feet of space. It's overflowing with great and unexpected things. We have beautiful jewelry, grills, clothing and shoes, fishing gear, and even equipment to freeze-dry food for up to 25 years. Seasonal selections, we have you covered for all of the major holiday decor. And, of course, we sell all the goods for building, plumbing, and electrical work. Mason Building Supply is your hometown general store. 254 Moody in Mason. Sometimes you need special equipment to do a job. Moore's Farm and Ranch Supply, 1807 North Bridge, has the rental equipment you need, including a mini excavator, ride-on trencher, boom lights, light towers, equipment trailers, dump trailers, skid steer, and a tantrum. And Moore's is your local bush hog dealer. Stop in today. Moore's Farm and Ranch Supply. 1807 North Ridge. Get more for your money at Moore's Farm and Ranch Supply, the new store on the north side, 1807 North Bridge. 
Hey, heart of Texas Hill Country, now is the time to get a Ford built for you by you. Pick your colors, your wheels, and other available features specifically designed for your Ford. Want an F-150 with a 12-inch touchscreen? How about 400 horsepower in an Explorer or a moonroof? You've got it. And now, $1,000 bonus cash when you custom order a new Ford. Go to Heart of Texas Ford. Order your new Ford today with $1,000 bonus cash. Go to heartoftexasford.com where every deal comes straight from the heart. This is 95.3 KNEL. Uh, we're back here live from the Puncher Dome. It is the post-game show. Your Mason Punchers claim a first district victory here over the Johnson City, 29-17. And uh, what a different tell in the second half. Uh, just to recap the box scoring summary, Johnson City led 10-7. With a late second quarter field goal. And uh, the punchers, uh, they, they're going to go stand in front of the crowd. Very, very hot. Very celebratory. And a well deserved win here as uh, they fought back down 10 to 7. It took uh, until a minute 40 left in the third quarter for Mason to finally retake the lead on a 20 yard run from Ryan Todd as he uh, started right, reversed left, and just outran everybody. Uh, Jacoby wasn't able to kick the extra points, so they decided to go for a two-point conversion fake. And Frankie Bowley got the toss, threw it to Matthew King. The extra point or two-point conversion was good. Mason led twenty-three to ten. Nine thirteen remaining in the fourth quarter, fourth quarter. Sutton Solario took it on a great run, yards after contact for fifteen yards uh, for the touchdown. Again, they go for two, and Wofford. Scrambles behind the white hat official, throws it up for Comey, who comes down with it. Two-point conversion was good, and then Mason leads. Uh, Two-point was good, and Mason led uh, 23-10. Don City comes right back, 8-22 remaining, as uh, the quarterback, Jacobs, throws it 71 yards to number 10 for the touchdown. And two plays in that series, point after kick is good. And the game was still within a, a score. Mason led 23-17. And with 5.03 remaining, Sutton Solera for his second touchdown run of the evening. Ran for 10 yards. And this time, the uh, try for the extra point is good. Mason led 29-17. And uh, was able to hold off Johnson City after a couple of uh, uh, fumbles, both by Ivan Walford in the center, quarterback center exchange and one uh, handoff to Ryan Todd. But Defense uh, holds. They do give up, uh, you know, another uh, 14 points more than normal. But they most importantly get the win to start their district play against a very talented, very uh, really threatening Johnson City team. Their uh, their offense looked really sharp early. Their defense uh, played with some grit. But Mason was able to overcome those those, uh, those first half problems and and. Uh, Challenges that they they protected the football overall, overall, and more more important, the defense forced uh, four turnovers in the second half, uh, uh, three t- fumble, forced fumbles, and uh, an interception by Ivan Walford to steal the deal, and uh, that's been the story of this defense uh, on the season. Now they're twenty four turnovers to only giving up. I think we might have given up a couple ourselves tonight, but they lead that turnover uh, ratio. And uh, the defense gives the offense a chance uh, to overcome 
and uh, finally put put some more points together. Just a great overall performance. Uh, exciting game for three. I mean, all the way through the fourth quarter, both uh, here on the home side with the homecoming crowd. Johnson City fans traveled well. They were very loud. Uh, some questionable calls out there, but uh, thankfully most of them went the puncher's way. And again, uh, your uh, Mason punchers won this from 29 to 17. Let's go to the uh, just the overall uh, team stats. Pretty much even most you know through most of the game in a lot of categories. Johnson had 50 plays. Mason had 46. Uh, John City had 257 yards of total offense. Mason had 275. Uh, Johnson City had the ball for 22 minutes, more in the first half than the second. Mason had it for 25 minutes. Johnson City ran the ball 28 times for 75 yards. Mason ran it 39 times for 234. Uh, Johnson City was better in the passing game. 13 attempts, or excuse me, 13 completions, 22 attempts for 182 yards. Mason was only 3 of 7 for 41. Johnson City had two touchdown passes. Uh, one of those was actually just a, kind of a pitch on an option play, kind of thrown in front of him. Uh, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Mason had uh, zero touchdown passes, uh, zero interceptions. They did convert two two-point conversions off the pass. Johnson City turned it over three times. Mason twice. Uh, Let's see, we'll go down here. Uh, Johnson City was only 2 of 10 on third down. Mason, a little better, 3 of 9. And uh, both teams uh, struggling. Actually, Johnson City did pretty well in fourth down conversions. They were 3 of 5. Mason was 0 of 2. Uh, Mason did rack up too many penalty yards in this game, though. Uh, we got some favorable calls as well. Johnson City had five, uh, six penalties, 50 yards. Mason had 10 for 90. And uh, definitely had uh, the better defensive um, both the, the forced turnovers and the sack total. And uh, both teams only punted twice. Mason, two, two punts for 15-yard average. Uh, passing stats again. Johnson City was 7-11 for 89 yards and a score. Most of it coming on that 71-yard touchdown pass from number two, uh, Jacobs to number 10, uh, Josh McKinnis. And, uh, again, game summary. Uh, Mason uh, outran, Dent City out through. Uh, Mason had 18 first downs. John City only had 11, but Mason had uh, won the turnover battle and uh, was able to hold on there, add some points in the fourth quarter to win this one 29-17. So thank you again. I uh, hope you enjoyed this, this game, this broadcast. Don't forget to uh, replay uh, the puncher football games are available at KNLRadio.com. Uh, click on that podcast icon and uh, follow the, the directions to download each and every week's uh, game, which will be available early the following week. Uh, we'll be, I believe, in uh, Junction uh, next Friday night, uh, another road game, district game, and uh, punchers uh, should, uh, after defeating Johnson City, should have a pretty good uh, chance to win district. Uh, we do have Stockdale coming up in a couple of weeks which will be here at home. Uh, Advantage Punchers, but there'll be another challenge, another new, new team in the district. But uh, looking forward to finishing out this season. Uh, we'll be in Junction next week. We'll be back here for Stockdale, finish it up in Harper. And uh, thanks again for joining us here on 95.3 Canio, the voice of the Punchers, uh, for longer than I've been around. And it, uh, 
definitely longer than Micah's been around. But uh, we, we enjoyed bringing it to you. Everyone have a, a great weekend. Um, we'll be back on there next week. And in the memory and honor of the late Lee Graham, who's on this station for so many years, it's a great day to be a puncher. Everyone have a good night. Meet you next week. Thanks for tuning in. Mason Puncher's Football on KNL 95.3 FM. Tonight's Mason Puncher's Football game has been brought to you by Mason Bank, by Willow Creek Cafe, by Nine Bar Land and Cattle Company, and by the Heart of Texas Ford. Game also presented by The Commercial Bank, Laneburg Realty, Mason Building and Supply, Hill Country Collision Repair, Moore's Farm and Ranch, and Dan Gandy Touchdown Real Estate. Thanks for listening to Mason Puncher's Football on 95.3 KNL FM. Thanks for listening to Caniel Sports Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed your podcast today. For live broadcast of Caniel Sports, listen to 95.3 Caniel FM, 1490 Caniel AM, or CanielRadio.com. Or to make it simple, just ask Alexa to play Caniel FM or Caniel AM. Or find Caniel 95.3 FM or 1490 AM on the TuneIn app. We look forward to being with you again here from KNEL. KNEL.